the forms of crap have <laughs> Draco's magic right there. Fighting through contact, fighting through offensive of line, being a double team, multiple moves stacked into one, just a play of pure domination. This is actual film, this is actual football talk. It's a football show, it's about football, not storylines. And you are listening to another edition of TOJ Film Room, the 51st edition of TOJ Film Room. <clears throat> um, going to come at you today with the a day early than I said I was going to be coming back uh, with the part two of, um, you know, the Sam Darnold review. I'm not going to do it on Monday just because that's my first day off. And as you guys know, uh, this is a very fun weekend for you guys, which means it's a busy week. Uh, weekend for me so Monday I'm going to be hanging out with some buddies and stuff like that so I don't want to have to uh, do a show and post it and all that stuff so I'm gonna get it done today uh, before we go to work or before I go to work uh, the usual housekeeping I'll keep it short today um, at Joe RB 31 with no spaces on uh, the Twitter which is the place you're gonna find all my reviews I'm gonna post all the plays uh, you're gonna get a lot of the stuff I'm talking about on the show much earlier on Twitter um, where Sam Darnold review I did like a month ago, but I'm doing it, you know, just now uh, on this show. So follow me there. I just put up Avery Williamson a couple days ago, and I'm putting up Henry Anderson now. Uh, I was going to finish that today, but I'll finish that a little bit tomorrow. I only got 15 plays off of, he- of Henry Anderson, um, and then after that, I only have six more reviews to do before the season kicks off, and maybe the preseason. We'll see how quick I can get it done. But uh, Shell is like a 34 play review. Winters is like a 71 play review. I'll probably drop that to like at least like 60. Um, but his is a really interesting review to me, and I think it'll be interesting to you guys as well. I have Herndon, who's 18. I have Marcus May, who's super short at 12. It's only, I only have 12 plays that I, that I recorded. Uh, Anunwa, that's 18, and Johnson, that are 18. So I have, uh, I have you know two longer-ish ones with Shell and Winters, and then four short ones, so I'll get those out. Uh, preseason will come back around. Uh, Marcus will come back around. We'll probably do like a recap of the um, offseason with Marcus before that, before, you know, so we can get his uh, – his thoughts on the overall offseason for the Jets before we go into the season. Um, don't forget TOJ space film space room um, on the iTunes app. And that's where the reviews really counts. Like I said, if you could take three seconds of your time and just search it on a phone, um, leave five star. That's great. If you leave a sentence or two or a paragraph about why you like the show, et cetera, um, do that. Like I said, it drives up the traffic for us and it, uh, it definitely helps me out. Uh, also Patreon, which I put in my YouTube um, description in my show description, you'll see it. You can, I, I think you can click, uh, click the link or copy and paste it. You know, uh, that's, that's your decision if you want to do that. Um, and then that's really it, I guess. Congratulations to the, the women's, uh, USA team for winning the, uh, winning the tournament, which is pretty cool. I didn't really watch a ton of it just because of my hours and things like that. I did watch the game today and they won two to nothing. So that was, uh, obviously, you know, pretty cool for uh, USA overall and the women's team who honestly watching soccer, uh, I don't watch a ton of soccer. I'm not going to act like I'm a, I'm a, you know, a soccer fan and nowhere like everybody is when, you know, when these uh, tournaments come about, but uh, just watching them versus the men's, I actually enjoy the women's more just because there's less flopping. And that's really it. Uh, one, the women's team is better than the men's team for the, for uh, USA. And there's just not much flopping. You see people getting, you know, tackled or their legs kicked out and they'll be down for a second. They get back up where men literally get poked and they're, and they're flopping around on the ground. Like they just got shot, you know, in, in the face. So I don't, I, do, I really don't like that when I watch soccer. I don't like that when I watch any sport flopping is really, really annoying to me. Um, but that's it. Let's get into the Donald film. I'm going to pull up some plays. I'll, you know, pause it real quick. All right. We got, uh, 
four plays versus the Vikings. We have the Bears game um, and the Dolphins game. So we have, you know, two and a half or, you know, two and a quarter uh, games that are, you know, up and down like the first part of the review was. But then we get into the Bills game, the Texans game, the uh, Packers game, and the Patriots game, which are going to be very, very fun to watch. I'm hoping that everybody uh, who watched uh, part one and listened to part one uh, I was going to watch part two and listen to part two because part two is better than part one. Let's let's be realistic here. Everybody talks about when they refer to Donald and his potential for the upcoming year. Everybody refers to obviously the last four games of the season where he was the highest rated quarterback um, in the NFL. And uh, I had so many comments on one of my reviews of Donald or one of the plays of Donald and said, Josh Allen can't make this throw. I battled Buffalo Bills fans for like two days, but um Talk a lot of Bills fans and explaining the situation. That, you know, any anytime you get a fan base like Josh Allen versus Sam Donald, you watch the film. It's 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 really not comparable um, between the two players. And like, oh yeah, he threw 15 interceptions. Like, yeah, did you know? You know, he was third and fourth and ten, or he was in third and fourth and ten uh, situations more than any quarterback in the NFL. And he also had a terrible offensive line um, all around, especially at run blocking. And he's playing teams uh, like the Vikings, like the Bears, with little to no talent. Blau Powell went down. Crowell went down. Anderson missed a couple games and Noonwell missed a couple games. And he was playing the Bears with Andre Roberts, Jermaine Curse, and undrafted free agent as his wide receivers. Uh, come on. So it's just, it's just kind of, you know, it's kind of stupid, but um, first play um, right here, he's going to be throwing a Roberts on the, on the bottom right here. The Jets run, I believe it was four verticals on this play. Yeah. Four verticals. And this is actually a really, really good throw from Donald. Um, as he's reading the bottom, when he's going to throw the ball, this is this is what he sees. This is what he sees over top leverage. So what he's going to do is the guy's over top, and there's a lot of room to the sideline. So he's going to try to lead Roberts to the sideline as Roberts at, at first. He does attack the guy's leverage. You're going to see he, uh, he chases him right here inside, which makes him feel uncomfortable and then breaks back outside on the nine. And because he has overtop leverage, Donald puts it on the sideline and behind him. And this is, a, like I said, a really good throw. And I didn't, there's not a better angle of this. It hits Roberts in the hands right here, and he, and he completely drops it. It goes through his hands. Um, so really, really good decision by Donald to, like I said, rec- recognize the, the leverage because the chance that Roberts is going to beat him over top right here is, is minimal. Um, but this back shoulder uh, you know, throw – um, to him along the sideline definitely has a chance to work, but Roberts, you know, isn't able to to bring it in, um, which happened a lot to to Don. Like I said, with some of the talent that he was working with this year, and I see a play coming up. Uh, that's actually it's the next play. It's right here. So let's pull it up. Um, you have is it pan? It's it's probably gonna be Panther. Yep, two slants. <clears throat> um, and. <laughs> There's really nothing Donald can do about this. Um, on the bottom of the screen, they, they run two slants. You have Peak, who beats the cornerback inside because the corner is kind of like squatting outside. Hits Peak literally right in the chest. It goes through his arms, pops up, and number 26, who I believe is Trey Waynes, uh, gets the easy interception. So this is should be an easy completion. Boom right here, first down, maybe a little bit short of the first down, maybe a little bit past the first down, but it hits the wide receiver literally in the chest and, and it pops up versus the Vikings defense, like I said. So uh, I think Donald was also in the top 10 of average DVOA play the defensive rankings basically by like statistics. I'm not sure exactly how they figured it out. And then guys like Baker Mayfield were in like the bottom five. Like they played basically, they played some, he played the easiest defenses or a lot of the easiest defenses in the NFL. And Donald was in the top 10 in, in terms of hardest. 
I believe that's the number. Uh, I'll, I'll get Nani on that and then I'll, I'll tweet it out. Cause I know he has that somewhere, but, um, it's just ridiculous. Some of the help that he had or, uh, the, the, the lack of help I should, I should say, um, next play versus the Vikings again. And this is one of the throws where he misses. Uh, and this is he, his his footwork here. He, he never he never looks comfortable. He never really gets his his shoulder pointed to where he wants to throw the ball. Like his shoulder is actually a little bit pointed, but you want to see his hips more pointed. Um, and you and you see he's not really he's the front foot's not really driving through the throw again. Um, it's just not really clean footwork. Like I said, you want to get your whole body. You know, you want to get you want to get the hallway to where you're throwing. He's always here. His front foot's driving this way. He's trying to throw it this way. Uh, so. Not not the best um, footwork, and you're, I didn't bring it up last week. He it was funny because last season we we heard about the the whole uh, wind up thing. He still has a fast release, even with the if, uh, not not fast like it's not elite level fast, but it actually is. A, I think it's a little bit above average his release time. And there are sometimes you see a little bit of the dip of the ball. Um, here's not an exaggerated exa- example of it, but there is still still some dip of the ball. Hopefully they fix it. it it's going to take a split second off of his off of his release time, but it is still good. Um, but here, because of this, because it's, like I said, the, the lower body is not, you know, in tune with the upper body. He ends up overcompensating, overthrows Leggett, uh, who, you know, is wide open, going, going over um, the middle, working towards the, the sideline. So don't want to see that, obviously. Um, next play, this is going to be another missed throw because of footwork, and this is the last play of uh, the Vikings game. And then what's the Bears games next? Or do we – no, yeah, the Bears games next. Um, so this is one again, this is, he just, he's reading Robbie Anderson. He gets, he gets the ball, looks immediately to the left, uh, notices Anderson in a one-on-one situation and the corner is not fully, um, you know, turned around and running yet. And he has, you know, outs or inside leverage of Robbie Anderson. So Robbie Anderson's going to break towards the sideline and beat him vertically like he does. And this is a throw that he, he needs to make this, this, this ball, um, needs to be, you know, here or here, but because of the footwork that I'll show in a second, the ball is too short and it's inside. Uh, Robbie Anderson, <clears throat> this is the, I, I believe this is the play that Robbie Anderson thought he got pass interference. The ball like bounced back to him right here and he threw at the ref. I'm pretty sure that's the play. So he needs to chill out on that. Um, we'll say, like I said, drops back immediately. And it, again, not the best snap from Harrison actually. Uh, reads the left. Throws it, and you can see you're gonna see some of the see the step in the bucket right there, where his foot is not really driving. It's not gonna drive forward and and through it. It's gonna it's gonna step to the sideline again. Um, you see right there how it's working laterally, not not uh, vertically or pointed. Uh, the, the back foot's fine. Um, there's there's the dip isn't really that bad here either. It, it was it was a little bit hot and cold. Um, good angle of the arm right here with that with that you know two straight angles um the elbow doesn't come necessarily around so so the the, the mechanics of the front arm can be a little bit cleaner too it's a little bit his the the front arm is a little bit wide and you want to see that really drive through the throw um he couldn't step through the throw necessarily too because there's pressure in his face that that could have been a reason why but um in terms of him rotating his upper body but there's some little mechanics you can clean up right there and like I said, it's uh, the ball is inside and too low, and Rob Anderson's not able to uh, to get the completion for the touchdown. Which, like I said, in that situation, he needs to, um, you know, complete that ball and 
you know, hopefully for – well, it would be a touchdown if uh, Robbie Anderson can catch it. By the way, I didn't even say this This last show was 74 plays. This one's 77. So, like I said, uh, buckle in. But, listen, we're not doing 150 plays on, on Brian Winters. It's it's Sam Darnold. Let's, let's be real here. I think if anybody wanted to do have a one long film review of the season, it would probably be Sam Darnold, uh, unless you guys are all smoking crack. But um, if you do, you know, you still listen to the show. I appreciate your support. But you should probably, you know, chill out on the crack a little bit. Um, Donald Miss Matthews locked on to Herndon versus cover three buzz. Okay, so I I can't tell from this view, but I, I marked a cover three buzz, and this is the this is gonna be the buzz safety. So uh, I trust myself that I marked it right. So you have cover three buzz right here, and the Jets run a uh, they run a mesh concept. You're gonna have that that uh, dig over top. So it's almost it's almost like a it's almost like a uh, I'm going to blank out on the name of the, that one concept now. Uh, whatever it is, I'll remember in two seconds again, and it always happens. But it, it's, it's, a, it's a mesh concept. Um, and over the middle, you're going to see him lock on to, to Herndon right here, uh, running this dig. And you just look at him, look at him, look at him, look at him. You see how he keeps staring, staring at him, and his eyes never come off of him. And then you're going to try to force the ball, <clears throat> um, you know, just a jump ball right here. When you have a guy, you know, in the mesh concept, you have – uh, Matthews right here, who is just, you know, he's completely wide open, um, you know, at that point. So he needs to obviously not lock on to, to one guy um, in Herndon and shuck the ball up when, like I said, there's a, clearly a wide open receiver, um, you know, under underneath. So he had some issues, especially when he was panicking, obviously, before we've talked about that with some of the accuracy. Uh, locked on the receivers a little bit too much. I'm, I'm fine with Anderson more on isolation routes, locked on to that, but uh, that's about that's about it. I, you know, in terms of locking on, you don't want to see too much locking on on it. You know, onto any receiver. So, all right, next play versus the Bears. <clears throat> oh, I didn't share it. I don't think. Okay, so I just have movement for this one. This will be another pocket. Yep. Again, it's nothing crazy on this play. Uh, drops back. He's reading the left side, reading the left side. He continues to read the left side. Um, this is some of the, pack, the pocket awareness that he has. Um, sees the blitzer coming free off of the uh, right side who was showing man coverage on curse, obviously abandoned that coverage or was never in that coverage and blitzes um, off of Donald's right side. Donald sees it in, in, in his uh, peripheral vision, drops his weight, his shoulder to, to reduce his body. Obviously, if he just, if he just – one, he hops forward, too, to attack his ankle because his ankle is coming wide. So you don't want to stay in the same place and just try to duck because he's going to hit you. Uh, so he obviously steps up and away from the pressure, ducks his shoulder, gets out of it, um, has pressure from the interior as, you know, Harrison's getting bull rushed a little bit, avoids that arm. Looks like he pushes off that arm. Uh, you can't it, – it, it definitely does. Um, he, so he, he swipes down that arm, which is really, really um, impressive, obviously. Uh, just pair with stepping forward, like I said, reducing – keeping the ball safe, slapping down a defensive end's arm, keeping his eyes downfield, um, throwing off of his back foot and hits uh, Sterling over the middle. And like I said, all that happens really, really quickly. And he you know, continues to keep his eyes down the field the, the entire time and make a pass, an accurate pass right on the guy um, with all that collapsing around him. So really, really nice. Um, let's look at the next play. Oh, now, see, now I'm going to remember it. Um, 
the freaking uh, drive concept. That's what I was talking about. Some people call drives uh, crash and other people call it crash drives. It's like I said, it's all dependent on who you learn from, but it's, it's the same. It's the same thing. Uh, drive can be a little bit tighter than, than crash. Crash can be from all the way from the outside. So if it's tighter, I usually call it drive. If it's you know tighter and I usually call it crash. That's just how I use my terminology. Uh, every single person you talk to, like I said, doesn't have different terminology for different things. So there's no one thing. Um, as long as you have it down from something. So you have another gun set. Um, you're going to have, you know, Curse, on, obviously in the bottom right here, who runs a, you know, a quick uh, one, two, three, four, five, like a five-step hitch. And he has, you know, obviously room um, on Fuller. And this is, a, this, is one, this is a really, really bad play from Donald. Uh, as he drops back, he reads. It looks like he's reading the middle of the field at first comes to curse the ball needs to be out here if he's gonna throw this hitch it needs to be out here um you know as he's breaking and listen it could be before he breaks that's that's a fantastic throw as he's breaking you could throw it but once he looks back to the ball it's too late at this point it's too late um and he still hesitates you're gonna see him hitch up still hesitate 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 and he throws it and you have fuller who's just squatting right there um the the, the ball is a little bit off uh, you know, Curse has to work back towards the ball. And, you know, listen, if if Fuller was tighter to Curse right here or at this point really started choking up on, on uh, Curse, th- this can be an interception easily. Um, this is a really, really bad decision. I did not like this uh, from him. This is, this is inexcusable. There are some times where I was, you know, his interceptions, I was not necessarily making excuses, but okay, this is why. This is the coverage we read. Yeah, it was a little bit late. Um, but this one, he just he was, he panicked and he and he forced it. Um, there's no reason for this for this throw. Uh, it's never going to fit in there. So get rid of the ball. Um, one, you can see it's first down. This, there's no reason. So um, next play. Let's see, Donald Arm. Pull it up. All right. So slant flat, probably the simplest concept, you know, in and out concept. Uh, it's a really, really easy read, obviously. Um, whether you're reading, uh, whether you're reading the, the slant first, which is typically what happens because the slant is, is usually only open, not, not usually only open, but uh, it's open quick where the flat takes a little bit more time to develop. And you're going to read the inside and the outside. You're going to have uh, Deontay Burnett, who wins inside of number 20, Amukamara, right? Yes. Um, and you'd see him, has, he's reading it the entire time. And this is just, I was just showing some, some velocity in the ball right here. Uh, you can see it's in a, you know, it's not in the tightest window, but it still is a tight window where, where Amukamara uh, does play the ball pretty well. Donald puts it in a good spot um, with good velocity. And Deontay Burnett's, uh, you know, able to make the, uh, the you know, the, uh, reception so you're gonna see right here i'll show it's just the velocity good velocity uh quick decision on an an easy concept but you know something worth noting um you know put it down in the review you want to see you know everything i don't i didn't want to make the review short so i give you plays that aren't necessarily going to be the the craziest thing but good uh good decision this was a really really good play next coming up against uh on the scissors concept from the jets let's see right here scissors concept you have uh, cannon working to the flat and you have the corner and the post which is 
they're both they're both man it's 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 definitely a, a man beater um and if you're not gonna if you're in like a cover four you're not gonna call like a zaro you don't have an automatic zaro look um it's going to be something that that can you know easily win uh but even if you know a a post if you don't have middle of middle of uh field help is is definitely it's it's an easy winner if you're you have a good uh receiver but what donald is sees he sees the um he sees the leverage of the linebacker who is in man coverage uh, on Herndon. He sees that Amukamara is in man coverage on uh, whoever's on the outside right here, which is which is Matthews. Like I said, his receivers this game are Matthews, uh, Deontay Burnett, Jermaine Curse versus the Bears defense, who I believe finished number one in the league. So um, a really, really good throw from, from Donald. He steps up in the pocket. He feels a little bit of pressure, um, you know, up the arc. Steps up, you know, hitches up, you know, two, two, three steps, fires a ball in a really nice location, puts it right on um, Herndon, who uh, turns it in for the for the touchdown. So, like I said, nice throw. Uh, the footwork. This one drives a little bit more towards it, but again, you can see some of the. It's a little bit. Of, it's it's more of a step in the bucket again. So he has to fi- he has to fix some of that footwork. Um, and hopefully he can do that. You know, it's just, it's he's going into his his second year. Nothing's going to be perfect his first year, but uh, overall, really, really good throw. Just noticing leverage, uh, reading the scissors concept, you know, correctly, and uh, delivering the ball on time with enough velocity where they didn't, you know, the, the linebacker didn't have enough time to uh, to kind of make up on on the ball. So, no, play same same type of thing here. This is just showing some of some of the wheels. Uh, I hate when he runs. It, it scares the crap out of me because this is the first quarterback I've actually liked for the Jets in a while. Even Sanchez watching his like rookie year, you know, I was obviously much more inexperienced with watching stuff, and uh, I was just watching the broadcast, watching, watching film, but I didn't really see it too much. Uh, with Donald, you definitely see it again. He feels that pressure off of the right side because Shell takes a more, you know, it's like it's, it's like a forty-five degree set right here, and he automatically has to open his hips, and we'll get into his review eventually, and it's not going to be pretty. Uh, I am not a big fan of Shell at all. If he can, I think he has all the physical tools, like I said before. But if he can't fix his technique, uh, I don't think he's going to make it in this league. So let's hope one of the guys, you know, Pollock, who's one of the highest regarded offensive line coaches in the NFL, will be able to fix that. But he feels that pressure over his right side again. Steps up, ducks that shoulder to reduce that contact. Uh, you know, the the the, the uh, he reduces his body, so the outside linebacker has less, you know, less of a chance to grab him, basically. And keeps his eyes down field, pump fakes uh, can right here, and you know makes a play that could have been a sack. Let's let's see a five, like a like a twelve yard gain, eleven yard gain. So he definitely does have some some wheels on him. Now we get into the Dolphins game, which is the last bad game of the season. He had three interceptions or four interceptions this game. I know that. Uh, what is it called? That I think seven of his interceptions came on in two games, but just give me two seconds, actually. All right, sorry about that. When work calls, I have to answer. Um, okay, well, most time. So yeah, we're gonna have a Y cross concept here from uh, from the Jets out of I formation, I formation right strong. Uh, you're only gonna have two receivers because they are in uh, twenty one personnel. So, 
with the Y cross, you're, you're always going to have a vertical route here, whether it be, whether it be a corner or a vertical route, this vertical route is to clear out this coverage zone, man, whatever it may be. And you're basically banking on this guy to win, you know, whether it be get in front of the safeties um, or behind the linebackers. And this is an interesting throw for, for me when I, when I watch this um, for a few reasons. And like I said, I try to be as unbiased as I can be. He reads the left side um, and then he reads here. So Kiko Alonso, who they drop into cover three, um, he doesn't keep his depth. You obviously, for if you're uh, Dolphins fans, you'd like to see him notice that there's a there's a over route right behind him and keep his depth. Um, so I wonder if this ball would have been completed if it, he did keep that depth and and turn around and, and match Herndon. Um, but still, uh, it would have been a good. It would have been in a location at this point where it would have been you know, uh, a ball that should have been caught by Herndon. But like I said, you think at this point he could have ran to the 30-yard to the line if he kept that depth instead of, you know, flattening out, maybe. So that's something I noted in there that I, I was curious what would have happened here. It would have been a, it would have been a contested catch, I, I would think, um, in terms of Alonzo maybe like being able to get a hand on him. But uh, as you can see, it gets right over Alonzo's hand right here. So good overall throw. Just Like I said, I just wanted to bring up a question. I'm not too sure. If it would have, and I actually, you know, would have actually liked to see him lead it a little bit more um, over his head, just in case he did keep this depth. So I would like see the ball more towards the, you know, the 35, 34 yard line instead of the, you know, uh, the 31 yard line where it ends up. So a little bit more air on that, I'll, you know, my personal preference, but what do I matter? So uh, stare down versus cover two. This is one of the bad interceptions that he had again. This is, and, and it sucks that like, Dolphins fans are so cocky. And, like, the first game, he'd have the best stats versus the Dolphins. I actually think he was all right that game for what he was dealt. This game, he was he was terrible. Um, but uh, Dolphins fans talk a lot of crap. But drop that, a drop back play action, another eye formation right here. And you just have um, whatever the, whoever this receiver is. It looks like it might be Burnett again uh, on the deep stop route. And – Again, they drop into this this like Tampa two that Dolphins like to do, where they they have the safety, they show cover three, the middle of the field safety just drops down into and, and that that Tampa type role to to take away the the middle um, of the of the field, whereas the you know obviously is one of the weak points of a cover two defense. And Donald drops back, as you can see right here, he stares down the right side the entire time on that stop, he, which brings Kiko Alonso directly into it. He he sees his eyes, he sees him loading up. He flips his hips, and he brings him right to the interception. So, again, uh, on first and, and 10, staring down a stop route, uh, bad, bad decision by Donald. You need to you know, look him off, look to the middle of the field, look to this, uh, this corner, this, uh, this, this stem corner, whatever it may be. Um, but instead, like I said, he, he stares down, and Kiko, he brings Kiko Alonso right into, his, uh, into where Donald was throwing. And, listen, a lot of people were upset with Donald when he uh, – not upset with Donald, but for, but were upset when Donald sat for, what was that, three games? The, the Patriots, the Bills, and the Titans? Were that, were that three games or was it four games? I think it was, I think it was, uh, I think it was uh, th only three games that he, that he sacked. They had a bye week as well, so it was a total, a total of four weeks. But, listen, the, the way he came out after these games was, <laughs> as we're going to see um, in a couple of minutes, was ridiculously impressive how he was playing at the end of the season. So, um, had to have high hopes for him. But – uh, terrible snap yet again. Donald is having to make a catch like a freaking a wide receiver right here, one-handed catch just to just to get the ball from Spencer Long, who should never look. Look at the trajectory of that ball. 
he was such a bad player, uh, Spencer Long. He was definitely better at guard, but here even, he's getting trucked over. He just – he was not good. Um, feels the pressure off the right side immediately uh, because Shell doesn't understand pass sets, uh, especially against a guy like Cameron Wake who consistently beats you off the edge. Maybe you want to take more of a vertical set, but he doesn't. Opens his hips. Uh, Spencer uh, – man, I do not like Shell. So, feels that pressure, steps up. Again, reduction of the shoulder. A step through horizontal step avoiding Spencer Long. So like look look at what he was dealt with. Like in even just on this play, you you have interior and exterior pressure as a guy, as his center's getting literally trucked over into his lap, um, and edge pressure, and steps up. You know has to hop through that pressure. Um, keeps his eyes down the field. He sees Herndon with outside leverage on the defensive back. Puts in. Uh, I would I would say this is a little bit too far outside. He's finger he's he's. Uh, Catches by his fingertips. So I would say throw a little bit easier for Herndon right here, um, but still a, a really good throw, um, really good movement in the pocket right there uh, from, from Darnold. So next play. Let me just drag my screen, make it a little easier for myself. Okay. Um, <clears throat> all right. So made it easier for, my, easier for myself, but also kind of just screwed myself up as well. So uh, first, forced, first down, let's see. All right, so okay, so you have a you have a switch you have a switch a switch sale concept right here um, for the Jets, and it is first what it looks like it's it's man it's man coverage on the on the uh, on the bottom, you know at the very least uh, could be a cover one. It could be a funnel one. It could be a couple different things, but let's let's see. One, two. It looks like it was actually just cover. It, it look, actually, it's, it's cover one, and you just had guys stay in right here. So the linebackers kind of just drifting in no man's land. Um, so it, it was versus uh, cover one, and like I said, switch sale. Darnold, let's see what he does here. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Does he? Does he try? It looks like he might just try to throw this ball away, um, but this is a force, um, you know. Regardless, uh, first down, first and ten. Again, you have a guy underneath who's playing this route, this route pretty well. This would have to be a perfect throw over top, but you just can't make this throw because you still have this defensive back who, um, you know, is obviously matching the vertical route. Uh, more of not really even a corner, more of like a flag route, I call it. And overthrows. Let's see if the footwork. Again, there's not much drive off that. He he needs to. He really needs to start driving that front foot more. Uh, you want to see him really step through and rotate that. That the, the body gets good rotation. Looks like the elbow is tight, but it's his bot. His throws are more upper body than lower body. So I like to see him get more lower body to his throws this year. Um, but Throws the ball, forces it a little bit, and it should be another interception. This ball is literally right into the defensive back sands, and he, and he drops it into the turf. So he needs to one not overthrow this, maybe lead him more to the to, uh, towards the sideline. I don't think this is necessarily the, the throw to make. Um, that, like I said, there's a defensive back you know over the top, so not the best. Let's see the next one. Miss throw footwork. It, it was a trend for a couple of games. His footwork was his biggest, his biggest struggles. And obviously, you know, footwork, stare downs, 
um, incorrect reads were his three biggest problems, I, w- I would say, and that's the, those are all expected from from a rookie. Maybe not the footwork necessarily. Josh Rosen is really clean forward for the most part, um, but the you know the inability, not the inability, but the inconsistent reading of the defense is is expected. Some of the panic is expected. You know, it's uh, it's just it just is what it is. Another one. This should have been another interception right here. Um, so that's two plays in a row. He should have had like five picks this game. This was probably this is I think this was his worst game uh, as a as a pro. And look at the front foot. It's not really. It's actually stepping backwards more than frontwards. So not driving through the throw arm throw. What ends up happening is you have McGuire who is wide open on the outside slant of this Panther concept. Uh, just put it on him right here. It's listen. It, you don't need to lead him. You don't need to put it behind him. You just just put it right on his chest right here. Uh, Darnold, because of his footwork, and like I said, he just never looked comfortable in these, in these last couple games versus the Vikings, versus the Bears, versus the Dolphins. It really just seemed like he got to him at this point in the season. This was his worst stretch. Uh, he did struggle versus Cleveland as well, the Jaguars, but uh, this throw is just it's, – it's, it's just too far. It's too far inside, and it hits number 24, the outside receiver, I mean the outside corner, literally right in the chest. And he uh, and he drops it. I'm definitely looking forward to getting to the good film. So it's going to happen hopefully in a few seconds. I'm not sure exactly how much uh, time I or how much more plays I have of this, but empty. Another terrible, another terrible snap. Which the NFL, you have like two, three seconds to make a decision. Sometimes, sometimes it's even quicker than that. Sometimes it's a little bit longer than that. But I would say the average is probably like two and a half, three seconds to to really make a decision before the pressure gets there. Uh, the Dolphins send, you know, five blitzers. And he just has he has one it's one it's a low snap so this is taking his eyes off the field so of that of that two and a half three seconds you just took his his eyes off of the off of the read for half a second right here so that's not helping him at all now I would like at this point um, to to hit curse right here uh, I believe that's curse at least um, let's see yeah it is it's curse or it's uh. It's either Curse or it's Burnett, but I'm, I, it looks like Curse. It looks like he's wearing 10. Um, at this point, it is third. It's, it's third down. Um, but with the pressure, that's all coming. You can see there's, you know, they are showing pressure right here. You have this, which I would like to see him notice. You have five potential guys right here who are going to blitz, and you have this corner who's inside leverage, and he's staring at you. So I'd like to see him notice that there's pressure coming right here. And – with this pressure, this hitch right here is it's going to be his hot read. Hit curse right here, and hope, hopefully he falls backwards. He falls forward, whatever, for, for a first down. Um, but there's immediate pressure. He tries to duck his shoulder and get out of it, but he, but he takes a sack. So he needs to, to read that pressure and get rid of the ball to, to curse. And, you know, he has to make plays. He might have to break a tackle or fight through a tackle um, to, to get the first down. But he doesn't see the blitz coming right there. Like I said, he just didn't look like the same quarterback uh, I did, you know, later in the season in these couple of games here. So, four more plays of this. Uh, oops, four more plays of the Dolphins game. Let's see here. Oh, I gotta pull up this screen. Yeah, this is another one of those interceptions. Okay, so, um, three by one gun set. And ball snap bad again. Again, taking his – even if it's not taking his eyes necessarily off the field um, on this play, 
it's 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 still not clean. You want to see it clean. You want to see him be able to make a clean read. That's that's a panic second for him. That's that's kind of taking away from his mental processing of the defense. Um, I'm actually okay with his decision right here. As you could see, the the inside or the the corner has his hips open inside, and he's not going to be able to. He doesn't. He doesn't have to make a speed turn right here to get back outside. The line the linebacker is drifting underneath. So I'm okay with his decision right here to throw this ball. Uh, because he made decisions like this later in the year, but they were just better throws. But the ball needs to be, you know, outside and vertical, um, not underneath. So, so like I said, the ball was where I put where I showed my mouse before, like out here, you know, 28, 29-yard line and towards the sideline instead of at the 25-yard line, another five yards inside, then it would have been fine. But you have the corner who just, you know, like I said, or the, uh, the linebacker who just takes his ang exit angle uh, you know, this, let's say cover three, cover, yeah, cover three defense and just gets right underneath, you know, cause he's going to that curl to flat. So this is on the decision just needs to be a, a better throw. We're going to see some of the, uh, I believe the footwork again, that is, that is hurting him right here. Obviously another, just, that's almost hard to snap a ball that bad. It, it really is really, really hard to do that. Um, and obviously, you know, during the parking lot, you don't have a you don't have a 300 pound guy, you know, in your gap or a gap away from you. But I'm also not making millions of dollars a year to do it. So, the footwork, again, very little movement with the, with the lower body. Um, you could see how again the hallway is pointed a little bit more upfield, and the foot is 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 leaning. But I like to see him get his his hips more pointed to where he's throwing the ball right here, where his hips are more pointed to the middle of the field. The hallway is more pointed to the middle of the field. This foot might be, might be fine, but it's just kind of, you know, awkward looking um, throw right here from, from Darnold. It, it leads to an, to an underthrow from him because look where his body's pointed. If, if you had to guess like right here where he's going to throw the ball minus his head, it would be like more, you know, upfield like here. Um, you know, I guess minus the front foot, but um, again, not the best mechanics. Underthrow, easy interception where the ball should have been, you know, here instead of inside. Like I said before, if you're not watching, he just threw the, he just didn't lead, lead uh, Tomlinson enough on the, on the sideline. Let's see the next play. This is later in the game. He had, I think he had two interceptions on his like last two drives. Okay. So you have a flat seven, but this is a seven route. The, the corners are seven um, and you have the flat. So flat seven, even though there's, you know, the, the, the old route trees of the old offenses in the NFL, where they were labeled like one through nine. We have like, you know, slants and posts and corners and verticals. That wouldn't really, that doesn't really work a lot today because there's so many different routes. You know, there's no whip route in that. There's no, there's no stem corners. There's no circus routes. There's no um, like Ohio routes or uh, Ohio where it's basically a, a short circus route. There's, there's no pivot routes. You know, there's no smoke. There's, there's so many more routes than uh, nine routes, obviously. So, Flat seven, they drop into another Tampa two look. This is the the, the sweet spot in that in that zone, um, especially because Anderson at first he he works you know inside of that of that cloud corner right here, so he's holding this this uh, safety inside where the safety's not outside. So that 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 the room on the side right here is really you know exaggerated um, because of the the initial stem of him, and uh, you have the cloud corner working up through the flat, and makes the right decision. Obviously, there's there's room to the sideline right here, uh, where he has both 
over top leverage of the cloud and underneath leverage of the deep one half and throws the ball. It's just a little bit too far outside. And again, it's because the, the footwork in this game was, uh, you know, really, really bad um, for the most part. He, even later in the season, didn't have the best footwork, but he usually is able to make these throws even with the bad footwork. But in this game, it just it just didn't happen, uh, you know, a lot of the time. And, you know, drops back. He has a relatively clean pocket. It's not the cleanest. It's, it's getting pushed a little bit. But this is enough room to step into your throw and make a clean throw and watch that front foot again. It's not driving towards the, the target. It's the, it's, the, uh, the, it's the step in the bucket right here where it's not, like I said, going towards them. It's stepping sideways. And like I said, the, the back foot's fine. Um, the, the hips for the most part are fine, but it's just the, it's, this is a little bit wide and it's the step in the bucket. Um, leads to all arm. You see it's a, lot of, it's a lot of the arm. It's not really him turning through his hips and um, stepping through the throw. Arm throw, overthrow. It's, that's what happens a lot. Now, yeah, Anderson, you, you like to see him catches. It does hit him in the hand, but it is one-handed where you like to see him just drop it right in the um, on the sideline right there. So another missed throw. I think we have one more play of this. Oh, sorry, we have two more plays of this game um, versus the Dolphins. All right, they're playing soft coverage. It's late in the game. Um, fourth and – as I have marked here, fourth and 15 – Jets are down 13 to six with two minutes and 22 seconds left. Uh, they run a crease concept on the bottom of the screen right here, and like I said inverted mills. So you have the the vertical from the inside and the uh, dig route from the from the outside. He, you know, he bends a little bit vertically um, just because or doesn't cut it flat because he. I guess he's trying to get deeper, trying to get behind that that linebacker's level of this uh, soft cover three defense that they're playing. It's like a, take a double cover three it's like a cover three buzz they show cover four or cover two drop into cover three uh cover three buzz and he forces the ball to Anunwa. easy interception now he's forcing this ball because obviously it's fourth and 15 he can't hit the flat right here now just based on the the coverage I, the only thing you would like to see him do is is throw the ball vertically right here. Yeah, there's two guys, but you have a better chance for pass interference when you're, when you're working vertically next to guys to be in full sprint mode than when you have a guy squatting right here um, over the middle. In this situation, they're a little bit more they're 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 more comfortable with the throw than a guy working vertically. And these guys having to open their hips and run, so you have a better percentage chance of hitting curse over the middle right here, especially if he's able to outrun these guys and to, and to split them right down the middle. Uh, you know, along this hash. I don't think it happens just because Curse isn't the fastest guy, and these guys do have a little bit of vertical leverage on him. But I'd like to see that throw instead of the throw to the dig over the middle, like I said, where you have those those uh, guys playing the first down marker who are hips are square and they're reading Darnold the entire time. So last throw of this game, you're going to have – this is one of the decisions like that one. Okay, I get it. Like, you know, either way is kind of tough. Um, this one, I, I would like to see him make a completely different throw, and, I'm, I, and I have conviction about this one. Uh, Three-by-one gun set, drops back. He feels a little bit of pressure in the interior, uh, rolls out to the right. Now, at this point, right here, as he's reading the defense, you have Leggett, um, who honestly, you know, listen, I, I know that, you know, he, he, got, he got cut and everybody's saying, you know, they want him off the team. I don't know why they wouldn't just bring him into camp, at least. Um, I think he showed a little bit last year. It wasn't a ton, but, it, you know, for a third or fourth string guy, I, I think he, he could have maybe filled, filled that role. So, uh, in my personal opinion, I'm not just going to say everything the Jets do is right, and this is this was uh, 
Adam Gase when he's an intern GM. I think his first move was to cut Leggett and uh, trade uh, Lee. I forget which one was first. I think it was cutting Leggett. Or no, was it Lee? I think it was Lee, then Leggett. So I would like to see him come into camp. But if he likes Daniel Brown and you're going to have Daniel Brown uh, there, who you know he coached with uh, – he didn't coach with, but he coached in um, – was it – not, not Denver. It was the with the Bears. Um, if he likes him, you have Wesco, who you're you're, you're going to keep. He's just a fourth round pick, and you're going to keep a guy in Herndon. And if you're going to you know carry that fourth guy, who's going to be Tomlinson, um, because like it's not a blocker. Then I guess I understand it, but I don't know why they wouldn't just bring him into camp. But it is what it is. Uh, so at this point, like it is open, like it is looking back at Donald, like it's working towards the sideline, and he ha- and he has room. Um, and the window does close, you know, eventually, but he has a good you know, few steps. He has, a, you know, let's say one, two, three, four, five, six. Like he has plenty of steps right here to, to see Leggett. He can hit him until about this point, um, but he decides to, to pass off on that and just chuck the ball up to uh, to the receiver who's working towards the, the, the sideline right, right here, and it uh, ends up in another interception to, to end the game. So at this point, definitely needs to, to hit Leggett, who does that little push-by. You see that push-by on Alonzo. Which creates room again for a good, you know, couple of seconds right here. Darrell never sees him. It is uh, fourth down, but he's past. He's past the sticks right here. You know, look at him, hit him, and now it's you know uh, first down from the from the let's say even the the thirty, uh, let's just say the thirty nine yard line, and you have you know thirty seconds ish left. You get up there, you you, you uh, spike the ball or maybe less than 35 seconds, probably like 25 seconds, you spike the ball, and then you have another three plays or so to get down to the uh, – depending on if they get it down and bounds, et cetera, uh, to get a touchdown here and you know, potentially win the game. So uh, I'm fine with that, that, that they didn't, obviously, because it all ended up in them getting Q and, you know, Bulls getting fired, which you got fired anyway. But it led to everything that's happened now, so it's a butterfly effect. I don't want to screw with anything in the past, but uh, it still like, seemed to make a better play on that one. All right, and now we get into the Bills game. The last four-game stretch of uh, Darnold's rookie year. This game was pretty good. Um, there was a missed throw or two. There's an interception this game, but still overall, it was definitely a uh, definitely a good game for Darnold. Drops back, play action, reads the right side of the field. Uh, the Jets run a smash concept, and this is another it's – it's a good, quick decision. Um, he sees the cover two defense he sees that this corner right here is driving on this, uh, on, on the, on the stop. And as soon as the corner plants plant, you know, sinks down to cut or to, to break, uh, you know, down on that, on that hitch, Donald loads up right here. You see it loads up, boom, hits Anderson, uh, along the sideline, a uh, good chunk of yards right there. Easy, easy throw for the most part. Just a really, really good, uh, you know, decision, good, quick read. Next uh, play is actually his interception, so we'll get it out of the way quickly. I think there's only one more bad throw from this game or missed throw. Uh, as this is a force from him, uh, he feels some pressure. You know, from the from his left side, he feels pressure. He is thinking about stepping up right here. Then he feels pressure from the inside, and then he feels pressure again from the other side. So he has pressure from his left side, his right side, and the interior. Um, 
avoids all those guys. You can see again, he swats that, that, the, uh, the arm of the defender who's trying to get to him, which is nice. Uh, he's, that's, he's done that multiple times you know, in, in his rookie year. I think I'll continue where he has the awareness to keep the ball away. He knows when to hold the, bar, the ball with two arms when he's working through traffic, um, which is why he only had one fumble this year. Uh, I actually had two, but technically, you know, uh, one of them, well, it was a fumble, but it was a bad snap and a, and a botched handoff to Crowell, I believe it was, or Powell, or whoever, whoever the running back was. But he only had one legitimate fumble this year as compared to USC, where he was having a good amount. That was one of the concerns going out, but it's because of the ball security. So watch that arm, looks down the field. He tries to point to Herndon to work toward, more towards the middle of the field, um, but he doesn't lead him. Listen, if now if he's going to throw this ball, which I do not, I don't like to throw regardless because it's third down, yeah. But it's third down, you know, from the from the 32. Let's just, let's just say it's a 33-yard line. Yeah, it might be cold. Give your, give your field goal kicker who made the, you know, made the Pro Bowl uh, a chance to, to uh, kick a 50-yard field goal. Even if it is a hard kick, that's what they're paid to do. So um, if you are going to make this throw, which I don't condone, just, just throw it out of bounds. Um, he has to lead him, you know, more uh, to the interior. He he can't underthrow this ball, which he underthrows this ball. Uh, he tries to make too much happen here. Just just uh, throw the ball out of bounds on this play and, and take the field goal. Or you know, it's a long field goal attempt, like I said. But still, I were that's a better decision. I'm not just playing one in a winning quarterback in in most or in all situations um, that are similar to that. You just want to take the field goal. So you have the Jets, uh, another gun set. Uh, three by one, they run a wolf concept to the to the top right here, where you have the uh, the, the corner and the out, you know, paired together, and Donald rolls out to the to the right as he's making you know a half you know a half field read. This is his only read. This this triangle. You have the wolf, and you have the interior. Uh, let's say is it it's a pivot route or something? Yeah, it's, it's a pivot route from the inside, and uh, Donald makes a good throw on the run as he sees Herndon with a. Uh, Outside leverage on the defensive back. You know, he makes a, a decent break. Um, speed cut. That's a speed out. It's not, it's not, that's not an out. Uh, it's a speed out. So, good throw from Donald on the sideline, um, as you're going to see it right here. Good, nice, tight spiral. Uh, good whip on it. Puts it right on. Sorry, that's on Herndon. Uh, on Nunwa. Hits him right in the hands. Uh, toe taps, get in, gets inbound. So, Nice play from Donald. The next play is another really, really good throw from from Donald. This is this is an underrated throw this year of uh, or sorry of last year from Donald. Another gun set, uh, two by two, drops back, reads the right, um, and he has Herndon right here versus Edmonds, who is in man coverage. Um, it looks like they're playing cover two. Yeah, it looks like they're playing cover. Actually. Yeah, I'd say it's I'd say it's I'd say it's cover two. Um even though white on the bottom. So maybe white on the bottom just in Huh, that's interesting. I have to watch this a couple more times, but it is man. Yeah, cover two. We're calling it cover two. So you have Edmonds who's in man coverage on um Herndon right there. Uh Donald's obviously reading this side of the field. He sees Herndon with the outside leverage on Edmonds, and he delivers the ball in a very, very good location right here. Uh, as you can see, like I said, he's, he's outside, so he's going to throw the ball outside of Edmonds, um, make Herndon extend for it. And 
Edmonds has no shot right here. This is a absolutely perfect ball that cannot be in a better location. It's not it's not too far outside, but it's enough. For, it's 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 far enough outside where he has to make a nice hands catch. Um, it's it's high, so we can high point the ball. It's not you know. So really, really good throw from Donald along the sideline right there. Good read. Um, as you had Herndon working on the intermediate level uh, against Edmonds and man coverage, this play is everybody knows this play. Uh, I don't have to really even talk about it. It's it's pocket awareness. It's it's poise under pressure. Um, it's the ability to make you know uh, plays at a really at a really nothing um, and keep his eyes down the field. And and l- listen, when he's scrambling out to the right right here, could he have hit um, Herndon? Maybe. My issue with this is he's feeling pressure, and if he does float this up right here, you have this, which people be like, "Oh, why didn't he hit Herndon?" My issue with this is you have this guy looking right back at at Donald. So if he does try to float this up, because he's gonna have to he's gonna have to float it up to the to, you know the, to the back corner ish. This defensive back can peel off and and uh, make that interception. So, um, or he has a chance to. It would have to be a really good throw. So I'm I'm fine with him not throwing this ball. But like I said, the 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 mobility, the pocket awareness, the 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 ability to make you know, backyard football throws, uh, ability to throw on the run, keep your eyes downfield and pressure, poise, all that stuff um, is displayed in this play right here. Um, he eventually sees Robbie Anderson. He's reading Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson makes a nice adjustment to his route to get open. Um, as the defensive back is looking at Donald, he doesn't have eyes on Anderson. Anderson plants hard, comes back inside. Donald with pressure in his face. He's, you know, he has, he has Edmonds. Uh, about, you know, he could, he could have rocked him. Um, right in his face, and he throws the ball, you know, uh, inside to to Anderson. Anderson sits down and makes a, you know, uh, gets the completion. So I'll play this uh, the last twenty seconds and or twenty seven seconds. You, you can appreciate it more from this angle as well. Um, all those traits that I was talking about before. Uh, really, really good play. One of the best plays of of Donald's young career. Um, and you have plenty more coming. The 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 Texans game had some of the most ridiculous plays. Um, of all year all compiled into you know a couple of quarters so the Texans game I remember just like I said last time I was was giddy at work watching this game uh, with another co-worker who was not the biggest football fan so he didn't really get it now he got it but he didn't get it you know at the same time so I was kind of uh, trying to kind of trying to share my excitement and why I was excited but he's kind of like oh yeah yeah okay like he had no idea so um you have a you have another you have 20 personnel. Actually, sorry, you have you have uh, you have 12 personnel. Um, split gun set. Donald takes a snap. Uh, reads the he's only reading the right side of the field, and they run a, you know they they run a Anderson on a comeback, which it's not it's, it's not the sharpest comeback ever. Definitely um, in this scenario, not in in this scenario, but just in general, it's not the sharpest comeback. You have. McGuire, who's working to the flat, so simple, just high-low read here. Um, I, his feet didn't look comfortable again here. You can see his feet, not not much movement in the feet, not much tra- transitional footwork, where transitional footwork is just basically your footwork from read to read, where every read you make, you want to get in position to throw the ball. And it's just not, it's not very comfortable right here. He throws the ball all arm. And I thought it was – he should have thrown the ball right here. Um, obviously you have this linebacker underneath working towards McGuire. You have this cornerback who is playing really far over top. So I don't know why he struggled so hard with this decision. He should just get rid of the ball. Uh, you know, literally here, 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 here. 
and he throws the ball, um, and it's too far outside of uh, Anderson. I think he just he just chucked the ball away. But this is a pretty easy play that I don't know why he he didn't make. Uh, it's it could be a little bit because he was panicking. The the transitional footwork wasn't clean. So like I said, this was a good game. It wasn't it wasn't the Packers game. It wasn't the Texans game. But overall, like I said, it was still a. Uh, part of the four-game stretch that, that led to him having the highest quarterback rating um, in the NFL. Play action here. Yeah, play action. And this is a play that one guy commented on, actually, who Bill's fans got all pissed about. And they're coming at me. I was like, listen, dude, I didn't make the comment that Josh Allen can't make this throw. And they're like, oh, this is the best you guys are getting. You know, you guys are getting – you know, excited about this throw. I was like, dude, it's 151 play review. There's going to be some plays that aren't fantastic, but this is a good play. Um, you know, obviously he drops back. He reads the middle. He has some pressure. He sees uh, McGuire open in the, in the flat. And a lot of quarterbacks, Sanchez's, the Geno's, the McElroy's, the Tebow's, the Jets quarterbacks, the, the Hackenberg, even, even guys like Tannehill um, in the NFL, guys who panic right now, they're just going to throw, throw the ball. With, with not that touch on it. So they're going to throw the ball. They're not going to see, uh, I think, 898 is Luke DeLele. Um, sorry, Luke DeLele from the Bills. A lot, of the, a lot of the guys are just going to put it on his body. And guess what? It's a pass deflection. It's an interception for the defensive end. How many times have we seen that in the screen game, guys bowing out like this and reading the play? Uh, interceptions at this point. So the fact that he recognized this and just floated the ball right over Luke DeLele, I like that throw. That's why I put it in there. It's a nice touch throw. It's a nice recognition. Um, and it's not it's nothing crazy. It's nothing crazy like on film, but you understand how quick this stuff is happening for him to see that at the last second. Like, look how look how quick this decision is as he's reading the middle of the field. Split second to look at him throw the ball. So within that that quarter of a second, he makes that decision. He knows he has to float the ball up there because that of that uh, of, of the defensive end working to the outside right there. So good play from Donald. That's definitely something worth noting. Um, you know, at least in my reviews, especially it's 151 plays. You got you got a lot of different plays that you want that you want to show a lot of different traits you want to show. So, a good quick read right here or right there. Um, this play is another one. Probably people say this is his best throw of the season. I think it's definitely close. It's definitely top five. He just trusts Anderson to win right here. This is another one of those plays they developed the connection. He sees the room to the sideline. Um, he knows Anderson's going to take that room to the sideline. He knows he's faster than Tredavious White. Tredavious White is one of the, in my opinion, probably if I really ranked it down and watched all their film and really studied them, he's definitely be top 15. I think he'll probably be top 10 corner in the league. I think he's a little bit underrated. Uh, he's a very, very good corner. Um, Donald fakes the handoffs, you know, hitches up, throws the ball, and it is in the perfect location. Again, it cannot be better um, as he has room to the sideline. Now, for Tredavious White, and this is good by Anderson, too. You can see he, he wipes his hand away. You like to see him play through the ball. The problem with him playing through the ball is it takes away some speed. So people say, oh, well, just play through the ball. Um, it's, e it's, it, you can, it's easier to play through the ball when you have over-the-top leverage, uh, but you do want to play through it when they have room to the sideline. But like I said, if he turns into him, it's going to take away for, from his speed, and then maybe he beats him over top. He doesn't know where the ball is. Um, so instead he tries to squeeze him right here, which is squeezing him. He's playing back, you know, to, he's, he's playing to the ball, um, trying to get his hips on him and squeeze him to the sideline using the sideline, basically, you know, as a, as a second defender, Rebus was, was clutch at this. This is what he did. He, he cut off your route and then pushed you out of bounds. Um, so not an easy play for Tredavious White regardless, but look at this location. <laughs> it, it does not get better. He puts it right into his bread basket, um, right on the sideline. And Tredavious White is put in a crappy situation, doesn't find the ball.
but this is a beautiful throw from from Darnold, and we're going to see a ton of that. So the next uh, 49 plays or so, get ready for me to gush uh, over Darnold because it was just uh, the last couple of weeks I said were incredible. All right, we actually have one more play versus the Bills game I have to get to. So um, another gun set, and this is just a fade to Robbie Anderson. I actually really like the location of this ball. Um, Robbie Anderson could have set it up better. I'll get into that in Robbie Anderson review. I know this is, this is in his review. Um, and he is able to get open eventually. You, I think he, I, I don't know if he chops any hands or anything like that, but Donald puts the ball, you'll see in perfect location here, even though he's, you know, he's fading backwards right here, but this is just an arm throw. It's just an arm talent type throw. Uh, he's just able to make it and it leads, look at that location. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, <clears throat> so he knows Anderson's going to win vertically. He knows, he knows he's going to attack the outside. So where does he put the ball outside and vertically? Hits Anderson in the hands on the sideline. Absolutely perfect throw again. And Anderson is not able to toe tap it. So, like I said, good location. You'd like to see him be able to toe tap this. It has plenty of room to do it. So, um, not the best play from, from Anderson right there. But really, really good throw from, from Darnold. The next play we're going to start against the Texans. But it actually starts with a bad play against the Texans. So, this play, uh, another gun set. They ran a lot of gun fake handoff and you have just two you know two vertical routes from each side of the field they're taking a deep shot you know earlier in the game um on third down and this is a force for me you have you have cover four um because there's nobody else threat, threatening the the look and look at like look, the concepts of Jets ran sometimes where you have literally there's three stop routes three stop routes and two vertical routes like it's not it, it's, some of the offensive plays are just absolutely terrible but this is a force from him I know we trust Anderson to win deep. You have a guy outside. You have a guy inside and over top who's already in full sprint. He just chucks the ball up there. Um, trusting Anderson too much on this play. There was times we trust Anderson too much. And quite frankly, if you could see that – remember when Matthew got lost and there's another there's another view of this. But if Matthew wasn't lost right here and played over top of Anderson and played through Anderson, he would see the ball – and this is most likely a passive election or interception, but Anderson's not able to bring it in. Um, and Matthew was lost on that play. So I didn't like the – I thought that was a force, or it definitely was a force on that play from um, – oops, wrong play. Uh, so there's definitely a force from Donald. Play 105. <laughs> a lot of Donald film for you guys, like I said. This is just timing. This is also a good throw um, from Donald when you – you know, all in all, a throw from – I put 25 yards. So it's about 25-yard throw from opposite hash to the sideline. As you have Anderson who he, – he's going to run like a – he runs a post corner right here. He threatens the post post corner. Um, the speed cut, he didn't really break down right here. So it's not like super, super sharp, but he does, he does create room as the, as the defensive back and Donald is reading the defensive back. The defensive back starts to play over top, and he's giving Anderson so much room. He knows Anderson's going to be able to win to the sideline even with a bad cut. Good timing. He throw, he's throwing the ball as Anderson's breaking, which is what you want to do. Goes as he's breaking, puts it in a perfect spot, hits Anderson on the sideline. Easy, uh, not easy completion. Like I said, 25-yard throw opposite hash with really good timing um, while also stepping up in the pocket to avoid pressure um, from the edge right here because Beecham's getting beat. Is a really, really nice. That's a nice throw. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Next play, next throw, um, play one six. Uh, yeah, I remember bringing us up when me and Kyle Smith were talking about uh, Donald and, you know, his rookie year and he struggled and I had him higher than, than uh, Kyle did. Uh, you have a play action. He rolls out to the right. 
this is this is yeah this is a ridiculous one so you have jj watt right here um he runs around jj watt which is impressive uh he obviously you know the uh herndon you know stays in to block him and he knows herndon has outside leverage he's gonna cut to the outside because he has his help there he looks down the field pump fake step up to avoid the defensive back he reaches that, that the shoulder dip and reduce again and as Watt is working back to him, he's he's keeping his eyes on the field, which, like I said, is impressive. He, he gets away from Watt. Pump fix. He sees that uh, – I believe it's, yeah, it's Anderson is over the middle, and he has inside leverage of the defensive back. And as he's avoiding all this stuff, as he's jumping, he knows there's pressure. The throw here, to get to Anderson before that safety closes and, outside, and you know, inside of the defensive back who's trailing him, again, risky throw but ridiculous. This is a ridiculous throw from, from Donald again, avoiding pressure, get while getting tackled, jump throw in the middle of the field. You're going to see it here, which is another really, it's a good angle right here. Athleticism, step up, pump fake, and uh, it's deflected. It hits Anderson in both hands. That was again, uh, pretty, pretty, it's pretty ridiculous. Um, I'm going to go to, I have to scroll down because you know, let's see uh, good pass drop. Let's see what this one was. Um. All right. Another gun set. So you have Roberts. I don't, this is not supposed to be a bump cut, but it almost ends up at being a bump a bump cut. Which a bump bump cut is basically it's usually a shorter route, but it's when you purposely want to initiate contact at the at the break, um, or at the top of the stem, um, and then you cut outside, inside, back. So a bump cut is when you, like I said, purposefully initiate contact at the top right here. So. Bump cut, if you want to call it that, um, out. And Darnold sees this, so he sees the 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 contact happening. He sees he knows that um, Roberts is working outside. He knows the defensive back on the outside is working towards the uh, player who who you know breaks on the in, the in the flat. And he puts the ball in a great location. This was you're, you're going to see it here. So you have the cut. He sees him with the outside leverage, and he puts the ball right on his hands. It hits him. It hits him on the outside hand, but that's a good throw. Uh, Roberts drops it. And like I said, this is the talent that he was working with in a, in a lot of these uh, these games. The next one wheels. It's going to be simple. I'm assuming it's just going to be showing off how you know that he does have athleticism. And it's funny too. I had somebody tell me this week on Twitter, uh, which I should have like a this this week on Twitter, like stupid takes, like, "Oh, Donald's a game manager. He can't make special throws." You are freaking nuts. You don't watch his games. He's a game manager. If anything, he's more of a gunslinger, and he's a honing in sometimes. Um, and he can obviously make incredible throws. Uh, here he drops back. He sees nothing that he, that he likes. He feels a little bit of pressure. Uh, he scrambles up through the, the A gap, and uh, he's able to outrun number 25 right here because he alters his angle. Um, you can see he's rushing more up. They probably think he's in a slide right here, but he, alt he flattens his angle. See, so it's, more, it's more vertical, flatten, gets around number 25, and because he gets around number 25, he gains another five, you know, nearly 10 yards. So, Good, uh, good feet from Donald there. Nice, nice uh, agility. Let's see. This is uh, – uh, I remember this play. This is the play. Clowney rocked Donald on this play. Again, being able to throw with pressure in your face, rolling out um, on this one. He gets, he gets pressure. Doesn't feel comfortable in the pocket. It's getting pushed a little bit. Rolls out to the right side. Uh, he sees Clowney working from the inside right here. Pump fakes, which holds this – see the defensive back right here. That holds that defensive back inside. 
Um, Herndon does a nice job adjusting his his route to Donald and finding the soft spot in the zone. It's a good job by Herndon. This is definitely a good play by Herndon to find that soft. I don't know if this is in his review, but I should have put this in his in, 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 sorry in his review um, to find that soft spot uh, to adjust to Donald, which receivers are going to have to do in the Jets' offense because Donald's going to make plays happen, scramble you know, to the left sideline, right sideline, through the line of scrimmage, whatever it may be, block for him, you know, adjust to him. They they have to do this when you're working with a mobile quarterback. Um, pump fakes, obviously sees nothing he likes, but that hold that de- that de- the uh, the guy in that zone, the, the hook zone, the hook the seam zone, I, it was a cover two. Yes, it was a Tampa two. So he's in the hook the seam, holds the hook the seam guy inside with that pump fake, throws the ball to Herndon. Good location, good catch by Herndon too when he gets trucked from behind right here. And this is with Donald again, knowing that he's going to take a hit. So drops back, feels some pressure, rolls out to the rolls out to the left, uh, sees Herndon, keeps his eyes downfield. Knows he's going to take a big shot from Clowney. Still delivers it with good velocity, good location. Uh, and Clowney, a couple of late hits. This is a late freaking hit. This is this is like the second or third time Clowney laid a, a kind of a cheap shot on Donald. Where I don't know what if Donald was a more established quarterback. If this was you know obviously Tom Brady is not. Let's let's let's, let's say this is Russell Wilson guy who's more established, he clearly takes another step, one, you know, another step to and lowers his helmet into Donald after he sees him throw the ball. He's not – it's not like, oh, we took that step as he's throwing the ball. Cheap shot on Donald, um, but Donald puts in a good spot. So, Clowney, you know, watch your ass. He's being a cheap bastard this game. Uh, don't like that. But, hey, it is what it is. Um, he did tear apart your defense all game. I, I wish that uh, – see, that is not – that does not excite me. That pisses me off. But um, – they should have won that game too, but uh, we'll get to – we're not going to talk about the defense. The defense was not good last year uh, at all. So, he, he didn't have a good running game. He didn't have a good offensive line. Uh, his weapons were okay. You know, Herndon later in the year, Rob Anderson obviously a good weapon, and Nunez was solid, but uh, they were injured a lot. It's just he didn't, he didn't have a lot. Powell wasn't there. Crowell, you know, wasn't there. And another throw, just pocket, mo- uh, pocket movement, the, the agility that he has. Um, he sees the pressure from, from Watt in the B-gap who, who beats uh, – who beats Ryan Winters, uh, steps up, avoids it, rolls out to the left. He feels – so as he steps up right here, you're going to see him. He feels the pressure from the interior as well, or from from the from his left side with uh, with Clowney, I believe it is, uh, you know, knifing inside, rolls out to the right. Again, pressure in his face with guys diving all around his ankles in the, the murky pocket, makes a makes a pass to an Erp, uh, to, a, to an Erp, to an open uh, guy in the flat um, in McGuire, but – Again, this is a nice little jump throw. It's, it's throws that you don't just expect quarterbacks to to make. Um, next play, I'm not sure what coverage this is. Let's see. I'm running. I'm running through them. I'm, I got to try to get this show up before I go to work again. So, let's see. Running through them. Um, so you have Anderson on the. It's a it's a it's a dig. Um, cuts it a little bit, you know, vertical because there's a guy working over top, or I sorry, working underneath of him. And this is the throw, again, Tampa 2 coverage. You have Tyra Matthew right there who is in the hook to seam, and he pump picks the crap out of Matthew right here. So you see right – it's going to happen right – it's a little shoulder fake right there. That draws uh, Matthew up. Matthew now thinks the ball is going to the flat. He reacts up to the flat, which takes him out of that throwing window. So you see it's, re- it's, it's quick and it's slight and it works really well. This is really, really small nuanced thing that he was doing later in the year with the pump fix. So he pump, uh, pump fix, Matthew comes up, hits right behind him where that's open, but it's open because Donald pump faked it. So 
again, a really nice play from, from Darnold right here to, to pump fake right there. Bang. Now it's open. Uh, fantastic. Gets him on the goal line. Oh, I sh- cut it short, but whatever you, you saw it. So, uh, this play finds McGuire drop. Uh, is this on a wheel route? No, it's not. Oh, yeah, it is on a wheel route. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, current theme or a very trending theme with the 2018 season, which is going to continue in 2019 most likely. Hopefully it gets a little bit better with a better offensive line coach, more experience for Shell, Brian Winters, you know, hopefully showing more consistently our consistency and guy in uh, a assembly who, hopefully returns to, you know, not necessarily all pro form, but pro ball form would be nice. Feels pressure, obviously. Has to step up to avoid. Actually gets hit in the face, it seems like, by – yeah, he gets hit in the, in the face. Rolls out to the left. You know, keeps his poise to him. He's, he has a guy working towards him. He sees McGuire on cover. Who does, he was working up the sideline on, on the wheel route. McGuire does a nice job looking back at Donald, adjusting to the route, stopping along the sideline. He throws the ball to uh, – you know, to McGuire, it hits him in the chest. He does have to drop, you know, he does have to drop his hips for it and drop to the ground. But this is an easy catch. You have to make this catch. He drops it for a first down. So you're going to see it again right here. Who does he get? In the, he gets hit by somebody. He gets hit by number 90, whoever it is, right in the face. You see right here, the right hand smacked in the face. Keeps his, you know, rolls out to the left. You know, check, you can see him check himself too right here. He checks the inside. Does he have anybody? Uh, working towards him? No, not necessarily. Now he sees a guy working, uh, he, you know, closing ground on him uh, who was in his own coverage. Hits McGuire, again, right in the chest and drops it for the, the first down, um, which should have been a, a completion. So a couple, you know, two plays in this game that were, that were pretty good plays uh, with the drop from Anderson and the drop from McGuire right there. That should have been two more completions for him. That would have been really impressive. So, Drops back. Donald immediately feels pressure. I don't know if this was a design or not for him to to drop back like this and roll out to the to the left. I don't. It, it could have been because you have two routes working to the top, and then you have uh, you know, a dig route. So it could have been designed. I'm not necessarily sure. This is some plays where like, listen, I'm not. I don't have the playbook. I don't know what the plays they call, so I can't just say, oh yeah, this was supposed to happen. Was it supposed to happen? I'm not sure. Um, and there are certain runs where like, you know, it could be a gap run, but if you know, if the Sam linebacker was supposed to be you know, over the B gap, but he flexes out to the C gap. It changes it, and it looks like a different play. What kind of gap run was this? I'm not necessarily sure. Like, there's some plays where you can't necessarily see it, no matter how much film study you do, because uh, there's sometimes that plays are broken down, and there's something completely different than they were supposed to be. But uh, he roll, he ends up rolling out to the left side right here, and he has, like, I think it's Clowney who's containing the outside right here. He sees Robbie Anderson sitting in this, in this uh, soft spot, which, again, with him – having to stop right here and make this throw, you know, uh, 30 yards down the field with, listen, he's open, but he's, he's 27, 26, let's just say 27 yards on the field with a guy three yards in front of him, Anderson, I'm talking about on the sideline, um, with a guy working over the top and planting and making this throw in that tight window. This is another, this is a ridiculous throw on, on the run plants quick. Finds him good velocity on the sideline. It, it, it does not get much more impressive than this. This this is a fantastic throw on, on the run between those two soft spots. And you're seeing it again from, from this angle. Um, just absurd. It's just absurd uh, keeping his eyes on the field and being able to make that throw. That is, You don't see a lot of quarterbacks making, making those type of throws. 
uh, jump pass, touchdown. Like I said, get ready for me to gush over these last couple of games because if he plays like even if he, even if this is his ceiling, it's absurd. This is this is a if if he plays like he did the last. Obviously, he was the number one quarterback in the NFL in terms of QBR after watching you know games. Was he the best quarterback in the NFL? You know, may, maybe not. But he was definitely top five, top ten in the last in the last couple of weeks of the season. If he plays like this the rest of his career, he's top ten quarterback. Uh, and this was his last four weeks of his rookie year. Uh, now he has better talent around him. Now he's a better coach around him. Now he's another year of experience. You got to understand he's twenty one years old. Is he as good as he's going to be when he's twenty five, twenty six years old? No way, uh, no way. So I, you, you cannot be not excited for this year, especially with the more help that he has. I would wish he had a better offensive line, but it is what it is. Um, it's just kind of the situation he was dealt. You can't build, you know, rebuild a five and or, or sorry, three and thirteen. Were they three and thirteen? Yeah, three and thirteen team. Um, over are they four and twelve? Who they beat? Yeah, the yeah the Bills. I'm gonna blank out on on who they beat now. Uh, yeah, the Bills game. You have the Lions game, and then what? was the other game that they won Colts Broncos. So yeah, they're four and 12. Um, so you, you can't change a team who was like four and 12, five and 11, five and 11 for the last couple of years. Um, you know, in one off season, they had a lot of pieces and listen, if you add a cornerback or two next off season, you add two positions on the offensive line, let's say it's right tackle and center. And then you're working with, you know, a, a, a below average right guard and a good, you know, a, a, an average left tackle, and then you, but you, then you have a Pro Bowl-ish left guard, um, uh, a good center, and a good right tackle. You know, it's going to take some time, but, um, you know, it is what it is. So, yeah, Donald, who steps up in the pocket right here, feels a little bit of pressure off his right side, so he steps up in the pocket. He sees the number 97 is working to the outside of him, again, in the interior. He steps up to avoid that. Um, he's going to – it looks like he's going to scramble and just slide down right here. Then he keeps his eyes down the field. This is important, keeping his eyes down the field. Because if he didn't keep his eyes down the field right here, he slides down at the you know the five yard line. But he sees Anderson um, coming open because twenty nine has his hips open outside, and Anderson you know he doesn't have his eyes on Anderson. Anderson works the the, the back uh, the back um, you know kind of boundary of the end zone. Sees him jump pass. This again, this is not a throw you see guys make. Um, now, is this an open part of the field? Yes, but how often do you see guys making this throw? Again, there's there's few quarterbacks who can make this throw, make this play. Steps up, steps up in the middle, sees Anderson, nice little jump pass, boom, um, over the middle. It makes it look really easy. It's really not that easy of a play uh, to make, and it's because he keeps his eyes on the field. He's not panicking. Uh, another another great play for Darnold. Touchdown pass. Is this the Sluggo? Yes, Sluggo. You have this uh, – you have the defensive back who bites hard right here on, on the sluggo from the outside. So slant and go, a uh, slant and go. Donald reads him the entire time. Uh, they're showing, they show man coverage on the outside right there, and you have two guys dropped. You have three guys dropped. So this is like this actually like a, looks like a split zone, but Anderson, um, or not sorry, not Anderson. Roberts sells it well, breaks inside, looks at Donald. Donald looks at him. And he just waits for Andrew, or for uh, Roberts to cut. Roberts cuts, and he sees the defensive back jumping hard on on the slant, and he puts the ball in a uh, good location. I would like to see the ball actually a little bit farther out. And like I said, I'm going to be you know critical. I have to be critical. I think that he put the ball. He, he didn't put the ball in the best location right here. And look at his feet. And this, the, the feet are wide. You like to see him with a clean pocket drive towards the throw. Look at his feet. He's throwing the ball from. His feet are completely parallel. Um, you know, to each other in in the wrong way, where they're where they're horizontal to each other, and they're you know, um, 
horizontal to the side. I, I guess even though it's your feet are always supposed to be parallel, but not in this way. This is not the right way for your feet to be parallel. Um, and he throws the ball. So it is a little bit short, and you're going to say, I think I have it from the different angle. Yeah, so, again, looks at it, sees the slogan coming open. Feet are completely even. Obviously, they want to be vertically even, not like horizontally even, I guess you could say. And the ball is low. So if the if the defensive back was good right here and played through the hands, this might have been a, 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 a pass deflection. So I would like to see the ball corner the end zone right here. So not the best throw from Donald, but touchdown pass. So uh, I did end up, you know, obviously putting it in here. So uh, next play, 116 escape Watt truck. Yeah, this is when he jumps away from, from Watt. And it's another play where uh, he feels pressure, which is, you know, odd. Um, which, listen, he's, he's playing quale. Uh, you have the, the fake handoff. He's looking to the outside quick. Something, something is supposed to be there, flat, slant. I forget exactly what it was, but something's supposed to be there. It's not there. He feels pressure, rolls out to the right. He's thinking about throwing it, pumps it, or it, he's even, he might even be going to throw it. It actually looks more than a, a pump. He's going to throw it, and he pulled it back down, so he, he changed his mind. Um, shows the wheels again. Jumps away from from uh, Watts' attempted uh, ankle tackle. He sees number twenty four coming up the field right here. So this is a decision that I would like to see him make a little bit differently. So at this point, as he sees twenty four, floated over him, right here. So he could have floated over him uh, at this point, but he doesn't. Drops his head. And he actually ends up trucking over twenty four right here, which is nice to see. But at this point, even though like I said, a lot's going on, it's happening a lot quicker. I'm asking for perfection right here, but. Uh, floated over him. Anderson gets the ball for another, you know, five or so yards. So um, still a good overall play. That was just more athleticism. Uh, this next play, hold on, give me a second to pull it up. All righty. Let's see here. Ooh. Oh, so I could have brought this up a lot more in the review. I don't know if I did another time. I don't know if I did it in the past or if I do it more uh, or if I do it again. But it was maybe like one or one to three times I brought this up. Darnold was actually really good at QB sneaks, and especially for fans of the from the AFC, you know, obviously the Jets. I don't think there's many Dolphins fans watching this, or Bills fans, or Patriots fans. But how many times has Tom Brady beat the Jets on a QB sneak? It's important. Uh, obviously, anytime you could you could extend the the change uh, the chains and extend the drives, um, it's important. And Darnold's good at it, and it's it's all about not panicking, reading the defense. A lot of guys just drop their head right here, just drop their head, and then maybe there's interior pressure you can't get through. There's a leg drive, there's a pile up, you can't do it. But Darnold is smart. Um, you know, everybody's gonna be gonna be wedge blocking right here, and they wedge block, and he sees the so he knows that with with Beach and working inside, he's gonna have he's gonna have uh, inside leverage of ninety, and he knows that. Um, Spencer Long is going to block down on on uh, the the one tech. So there's there's room right here in the uh, the B gap. He takes his, he takes the the step ver, uh, you know horizontally and just works through that B gap. Picks up the first down. That's it's something worth noting. It, it, he he definitely was positive in for uh, in QB sneaks, and I I was confident in him in that aspect. So um, I was I was glad to see that in his rookie year he was he was able to do that. Another play action, more pressure, shocker. Um, off of his off of his left side, he has to roll out, keep his eyes downfield, um, and I like I I like here too how he as he's rolling out, you're gonna see a ninety right here, and he and he check he checks the outside right here, um, so he knows he's open, he knows he has room and and time to throw the ball, pump fakes right here, draws the coverage up, he has two guys working down towards um, him as he pump fakes, 
jump jump pass floats the ball not inside to where the linebackers is working but inside um hits herndon again really really nice quick decision uh escaping escaping the pocket with with some pressure from his left side pump fakes guys bite down on him and he makes uh, a good throw uh not the most difficult throw ever but still a, a nice throw nice athletic throw um good decision you know on third down to to get that to to um to herndon so uh the the amount of plays he made in this Texans game uh, was was really it was really incredible. So good play from him. Uh, next play is going to be uh, Donald Balls. I put. So let's see. Um, was this a risky throw or a scramble? Okay. Yeah, this play was almost incredible. This is almost a really really nice one again. Uh, play action. Uh, designed rollout to to the left, and he pumps he pumps the the flat right here. Decides to to pull it down. He's going for more. He was really feeling himself at this point. He sees Anderson with the inside leverage, and he knows he has time to throw the ball. You see how he, he, Anderson's looking back at Donald at this point. He points Anderson to the middle of the field. Anderson cuts to the middle of the field. If this ball and and again this is a a pass where he's fading backwards, you know, um, and doesn't have the best base to throw this ball. This ball. I can almost guarantee that Donald, and based on how his arm slot is, it was going to lead Anderson inside. It gets deflected. Again, just the ability to, to move to, to move and throw on the run. The poise he has. Not a lot of guys are, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to point you where to go while there's pressure in my face, while I have to plant and make an accurate throw, and I think it was going to be. So there's a little bit of a heat check, but he got he, the ball got tipped. So I think that was going to be another incredible throw for, um, for Donald right here. Right there, uh, 31, 32 plays left from play 120. Uh, drops back, three by two, empty gun set. And you have – okay, yeah, so you have another uh, Tampa 2 look. You have the inside receiver uh, – sorry, the, the, the hook to seam guy right there uh, who works to the hitch route of the inside receiver, which looks like it's Trenton Cannon. So you have him work to Trenton Cannon. Donald sees that he's working up the Trenton Cannon. Um, knows Anderson's going to be open on that dig, and hits him right in a soft spot again, uh, right over top and inside of that hook to seam linebacker who bites up um, onto onto Cannon. So another good throw um, from again this Texans game. I can see you know he's, he drops back. Uh, he reads the left in the middle. Checking the middle for the safety, uh, he sees that the he most likely sees that this linebacker is opening up in a Tampa two. So now he knows it's the Tampa two defense. Sees that guy bite up, boom, throws the ball. You see a quick decision right here. Um, bites up, boom, throw, and hits Anderson. They had a really really good connection this game. Really good connection, good catch too, um, from from Anderson dropping to his knees and play 121. I put absurd throw drop. I don't know what this is. I'm going to watch it kind of, and I usually will spark my memory quickly. Yeah. Okay. So another Tampa two, you have the sale concept where again, short, you have, you have the, you have the vertical, you have the out, and then you have the short. If the, if, if you didn't have the flyer here, it'd be called the Hawk concept. Um, and you have the curl to flat who he sees Donald throwing to throw the ball. So he works to Herndon. 
but he also sees this this curl to flat gaining that that ground or, or maintaining his leverage you know outside of the flat so that's why he's gonna throw it to Herndon he sees that the, the linebacker squatting inside so maybe just the maybe I would see him get rid of the ball you know you see how he takes that extra step so I would see him get rid of the ball here to it but but because he takes that extra hitch it's a little bit delayed but at the same time, it's still a really good throw. Uh, it's, a, it's a really good play from the curl to flat too, to, to recognize it and break on the ball. He dives and he does get a hand on it. But great location for Darnold. Um, and it's deflected, so it, it throws off the, the, the trajectory just a tad, right? You can see you're going to see it right there. So it does change it just a little bit. But Her- look at Herndon's hand placement right here. Um, not the best hands. You want to see him attack this ball, even if he's sitting down, um, and, he, and he ends up dropping the ball. So a, a catch that's not necessarily an easy catch for Herndon, but one you'd like to see him um, make for sure. So the next play. Sees the man coverage. I don't know how I determined that, but I watch it from a different angle. Um, feels the pressure from the inside as he has, you know, obviously you have two guys working inside. You have the, uh, you have the T stun. You also have the, the, the linebacker safety, whatever safety, uh, 32 working on the blitz. He rolls out to the left. He sees man coverage down the field. Um, at this point, obviously on McGuire. So he's McGuire, the guy carrying him inside and look how much room there is. And Donald takes advantage of it. Um, and he gets to the five-yard line. There was a flag. It was called back, I believe. I'm not sure if it was called back or, or what it was exactly, but that's that's beyond the point. I'm not reviewing the game right now. I'm just reviewing Darnold, which, by the way, August 8th is the first preseason game. I'm so excited to get into Jets film again and watch Le'Veon Bell and Crowder and Semley and Mosley. and ugh, I, It's going to be fun. I, I, I hope, I hope uh, you guys are excited for the film breakdowns in the show during the season as well. Um, it's going to be definitely a good time. So, uh, down four, two minutes and 15 seconds left in the uh, fourth quarter. And this is a, one of the throws out. So there's like two or three, maybe four throws this game out of, you know, 30 plus, whatever it was, that I'd like to see Donald take back. This play, listen, it's, 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 a, uh, it's a corner post. And we're going to call it like a post with a dino stem, whichever one we want to call it. And – this is a throw I do not want to see him make. One, I know you're down four. It's first down, though. It's first and ten. You don't have to force the ball right here. And I know that he sees the defensive back. The, the problem with this play is if he, get rid of the ball, if, he get, if he get rid of the ball here and he put the ball lower, like here, that would be fine. What happens is he tries to lead him to the middle of the field because he never sees this, this corner working back over the top. So he doesn't see that corner working back over the top. And he floats the ball up there, and it's a, it's it's almost an interception. Um, and and Anderson plays a good defensive back, so he this ball needs to be on a line right on Anderson because he does have so much room um, underneath of the defensive back. So he never sees that corner working from the opposite side, um, and he and he floats the ball up there when he should have put it low and or on the uh, on the uh, receiver. So I think we have two plays left of this game of this game um, until we get to the. Packers game, which is another good game from him. Two by two gun, drops back, pressure, not a shock. He rolls out to his left, and 
this again, it's not an easy throw to make. It's a pretty ridiculous throw to be completely honest. Um, but this is fourth and 14, like I said, with under two minutes to go, he feels pressure from the right rolls out to his left. He sees that Anderson's looking back at him and he knows Anderson's going to break back. Anderson breaks back. So it's good. They have good connection right here for sure. And Anderson tacks the ball. He attacks the high point. This is where some of his strength comes in where he drops the ball and listen, could Donald put this ball a little bit lower for Anderson? Yes. But he also feels that exterior pressure has to plant, throw the ball again while he's fading. And he also has to make sure it's hard enough to get there before the defensive back does. So it could have been a little bit lower, but listen, I'm not one of those guys who, who buys into the, Oh, if it hits your fingers, you should catch it. I think that's complete shit to be completely honest, because let's see how many people can catch a ball at their fingertips. It's, it's almost impossible. It just does not happen. Um, but on this play, Anderson's working back to it. He high points the ball, but it hits him, you know, not necessarily – it hits him in, his, in, the, in the balls of his – I don't know what you call it, the top, where you get your freaking calluses if you lift. Um, and they have sticky gloves. So this should have been caught, but because you have the, the, you know, the corner kind of hitting him from behind and hitting his arms a little bit, he's not able to, to bring the ball in. So it used to be the ball a little bit lower, but still a really good throw from Donald. It wasn't perfect, but it was still really good. Um, Last play of the Texans game, which is why I was fine with Curse leaving the team. Even though, you know, as a fourth guy, maybe if he came back and he had a little fire under his ass, maybe he'd be fine. But you have uh, you have on this side of the field, at least, you have uh, Curse hitting the seam. He hits the seam. Donald puts the ball in a good location. Now, listen, there's 54 seconds. You're going to have to force the ball for the most part. You, you're, you're down by four. You, you have to get a touchdown here. You only have 54 seconds left, so it has to be a force. And Donald makes a, a good throw right here um, behind the, the, the hook to seam right here. And then you have the you know, Tampa 2 look. And he puts the ball in a good location, as you'll see, um, up the seam. Listen, could the ball have been maybe more outside so he could have spun around and made the, made the catch? Yes, but at the same time, Right, and this is just laziness. Curse gives up on this play. This is that, that, that's complete shit from Curse. Playing your playing your freaking your foot in the ground and attack the ball. I'm just gonna let the ball hit the unless he lost it in light, which which can be. I, I don't know. I don't. I, he, it looks like he's looking right at the ball. So uh, I marked it up as laziness. If it wasn't laziness and he didn't and, and the light was in his eyes, I'm gonna apologize. But he just anticipates the contact right here and just puts his hands out to reduce that contact. Plant, let him run into you. Force a force a freaking uh, pass interference or tack the ball and catch it, man. This is the, you you have to make a play on that ball. Um, so piss poor play by by Curse. Uh, lights in his eyes, maybe I don't think so. I think he gave up on the play to be completely honest. So, all right, now we get into the Packers game. Last twenty six plays or so, the review. Um, Jets go Mac. They're, they're Mac protection right now. Um, they only have one route really running down the field. They have McGuire as a check down. Um, but Donald play action. And it's funny too, because there's still, there's still, there's still some pressure in his face, even though they have in what? One, two, three, four, five, six. Well, let's just count. They have eight guys in for, in for protection. Um, and he still gets pressure, but Hey, it is what it is. So Donald reads the left side of the field. He sees the corner, obviously over top. As Anderson's breaking, he he's, he knows that the corner is going to break um, and try to and try to play the outside shoulder of um, Anderson, and he sees the leverage that he has as well as he's going to throw the ball. You can see right here, he sees the outside leverage. So what does what does Donald do? 
He puts the ball low and inside. Um, and it's a completion. I believe, it's a, I believe he caught it. But, again, really, really good decision right here from, from Donald to put the ball inside of Anderson instead of outside because of the leverage of the defensive back. It's really quick processing. It's quick decision-making. Ball placement, finding the windows, extension of plays, accuracy on the run, and backyard football ability natural arm talent now he has to fix his reads you know he has to fix sometimes being too aggressive which I think is going to come a little bit with his career I think he's gonna have some inter- interceptions I don't think he's ever gonna be a guy like Tom Brady or like anybody like that like five interceptions I think he's gonna always have you know around maybe around 10 but he's gonna have you know plenty of crazy plays that those quarterbacks can't make at the same time so uh but obviously limited limited at certain times so um you have another gun set with you know a little wing on the bottom right here from the tight ends you have uh, – it's cover one defense. I remember this play. A cover one defense, and this defensive back is playing on Herndon. He opens up his hips. Herndon has leverage outside but not over top. What does Andrew, what does Donald do instead of leading him vertically, which would not be a good decision because one of the safety is uh, – the defensive back is most likely faster than Herndon, and he's already over top. So he puts the ball in the back shoulder of Herndon. Herndon uh, catches the ball not cleanly, but again – Donald to recognize the man coverage. Herndon attacks the seam, and he sees him looking back. Boom, where's the ball? And good, this is a good job by Herndon right here, getting his hand on. Switch, and then he's going he's to push him a little bit in the armpit. Switch hands, push him off again, and then arm down. Uh, the catch needs to be cleaner. The hands, that hand placement is not good to go to catch a ball. Look at his hands. Um, you want to see, like, like I said, a diamond and attack that ball, attack the nose of the ball. What happens is it hits his chest. Um, and he's able to, to bring it in, obviously. But not the best catch from Herndon, but really good placement by Donald just recognizing the leverage of the defensive back yet again. The next play. Another gun set, uh, three by one. So really good movement from Donald right here where he has pressure from the edge again. I've said pressure so many times. And people are like, oh, well, you know, his offense, the pass blocking offensive line was good. No, it wasn't. How many plays have I just shown these last two games of, oh, well, uh, or that, that the offensive line is bad and he had to move? And, and you don't think this is attributed to his stat, the, st- the stats, whatever. I don't know how they formulate the numbers, but all the Jets averaged out as an average pass blocking unit. No, they did not. I don't, I don't care what stats say, what Pro Football Focus says. Uh, is that based on hits? Is it based on pressures? Is it based on sacks? How do those percentages go into uh, a, n- a number? I don't know. But I know plenty of these throws I've been showing you guys, he has pressure in his face almost immediately. Um, here again, he drops back and there's pressure in his face, rolls out to the right, um, keeps his eyes down the field uh, where you just have a slant flat and McGuire adjusts his route because he sees Donald scrambling. Now, Donald needs to make a better throw right here. Um, obviously, when he's going to throw the ball, he has, he has leverage you know, outside and vertically. He needs to lead the ball right here. If he leads the ball like he's supposed to, this is a touchdown. Look, look at the room. He leads him, you know, to the whatever five-yard line or so. Or sorry, past the five-yard line. Like I said, it's hard to feel exactly how the play is going. Um, but if he leads him right here, touchdown. Um, he throws it too short. He throws a back shoulder. Um, but like I said, good movement, stepping up away from the pressure from the, from the B gap right here. Um, keeps his eyes down the field, but it's a, it's a little bit too short there. And McGuire's to try to work back to it. McGuire obviously is not able to – um, hauled in, but the athleticism uh, that he has is is incredible. You just want to see him make a better throw right there, a better decision. But every game is not going to be perfect. But like I said, this was a pretty damn good game. Um, 
for him. And, you know, it's tough. It's a tough throw for, I mean, a tough catch for McGuire. I'm not going to kill McGuire on that one. Oh, you should have caught that. Eh, it's not, it's not that easy to make that catch. That is for damn sure. So, so we play 129. Timing and heat. All right. Again, I think I have a couple plays here, like nothing crazy. Play action. You have uh, Anderson working on, working on the slant. He sees Anderson with the, again, the inside leverage. He trusts Anderson to win inside um, with that inside leverage, and he throws a ball. Good, good timing. Um, it's, it's as Anderson's breaking or a little bit after he's breaking, but good zip on the ball, good location, and you'll see it from a different angle. Um, you see him drop back. Reads Anderson, you know, immediately sees the leverage, sees him uh, breaking, which Anderson does a good job with his, with his hand right there, by the way. A little push off, but it gets away with it. Receivers get a lot, away with a lot more than defensive backs do, that's for sure. Good zip on the ball, good location, puts it on Anderson, and it's a, uh, it's a first down. So, next play. Pump fake patient. This is another one that's like nothing crazy, but um, it, it's, it's still good. Third and three, takes a snap gun. And you have Curse who just sits underneath right here of Anderson's route. And you'd think that he would throw the ball right here just to the outside, but he shows some good patience right here. Where You see that pump fake, it holds that, that, that linebacker. So he could throw the ball, you know, here outside, but maybe the linebacker makes a play on it. It's a little bit diff- more difficult of a catch for, for Curse to make, but he knows he has room in the pocket, which is rare. Um, pump fakes it, which holds the linebacker inside. The linebacker stays inside. Curse continues to work outside. Puts the ball right on Curse. Easy catch for a first down right there. So, nice nice patience, nice pump fake to hold that linebacker um, on that play. Looked into flat rocket. This is another play where is this? So, you have uh, Anderson, or is it Anderson? Sorry, you have Curse on the slant right here. Gets inside leverage of the defensive back. And Again, what he does is he drops back. He looks at the the the, the, uh, the flat player. He looks at the man. He sees the man coverage. So he, he sees that the defensive back, number 27 right here, I think it's 27. Yeah, 27 is working towards the flat. So he knows he has that window to hit Curse, um, who has the inside leverage of the defensive back. Rockets it in there. Really good location. Good zip on the ball. And it's a uh, it's another completion for for a first down. He's just reading this this defensive back and man coverage on McGuire right there. So really good, uh, like I said, placement and, and zip on that ball um, for for damn sure. So next play, uh, this is another one of those throws from the opposite hash, or near nah, not near near the, maybe near the opposite hash, but it's still a good let's say from the 15 yard line to it's, it's a good, you know, 25 yard ish type throw. And it's not necessarily an easy one play action. He reads the defensive back and he, he trusts Anderson a lot. And this is why I said Gates' offense. I expect Anderson to be the high, the, the highest read, whether it be a wolf concept, uh, you know, two level read, a sale concept, flood concept where he's the, he's the third level read uh, to take the top off the defense to open up the underneath. Or I see him a lot being on the backside of isolation routes because, like I said on other podcasts, like I said on this podcast, if you play him too far over the top, he's not the best. He's not the best and cleanest in terms of getting out of his breaks and his stop steps and all that stuff. I think he needs to commit more fully to his breaks, but it's also because of his body frame. He's not able to stop very quickly. But you play too far over the top, he he could beat you on a stop or a comeback or a curl 
um, you know, most times because it doesn't need to be the sharpest because they play so safe over the top. You don't play safe over the top, he's going to burn you. So Anderson is – he's a hard player to play against. Uh, guys with speed are hard to play against if they're, you know, good enough. You still have to be a decent route runner. Um, if you're sloppy routes, you look like DK Metcalf out there taking seven steps, yeah, they'll be able to break back to you. But Anderson takes typically – on a comeback, on a curl, let's let's say three to four st- stop steps. His gather steps uh, and getting out of the break aren't sharp either, but it's not like he's taking 12 steps to get out of a break, you know. So um, he sees Anderson. Um, he's going to win on that on that comeback. And it's, it's a decent route uh, right here. One, two, three stop steps. Gather, gather. So you have like a one, two, three. He gathers right here. Breaks. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not the sharpest, but it's still good enough. Thornell throws the ball from opposite hash um, as he's as he's breaking. It leads him outside, puts it right on him on the sideline, and Anderson makes a nice catch. So, again, this is not an easy throw to make. That's a nice that's a nice pass, good location, good timing, nice uh, nice catch from eh, kind of nice catch from Anderson. You like to see him actually catch the ball, not have him hit the ball hit his chest uh, just in case he got rocked and it drops out. But a uh, good throw from Donald. Like I said, good connection. I think you're going to see that a lot from Anderson on, in terms of the isolation uh, routes this this season. So, next play, another gun set, which, like I said, they played a lot. Played a lot of 11 personnel. Or I, I think a decent amount of 11 personnel. Um, and I think Jason obviously going to do that. He does that too, almost too much. Here, it's easy. You have – which looks – it. It looks like it's going to be cover three. Um, just based on how everybody else is playing, it looks like cover three. It looks like this corner, he Fs it up, and he bites on that smoke route from from Cannon, which is, a, which is obviously – he doesn't necessarily pump fake it, but you see his body language. It looks like he's going to throw it. That draws both corners up, and he throws it to, to uh, Anderson, who, you know, and I remember me and Marcus saying this. Okay, well, you know, maybe he could have thrown it to Curse. If he throws it to Curse, I think this 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 this, this safety can speed turn or, or just you know uh, get his hips square, and then it's one on one where you have to make a tackle. Where here he throws it outside to, to Anderson, and we're still one on one situation. So either way, I think I think it's good. Uh, Anderson works in for the for the easy touchdown um, right there. Next play, uh, let's see what this one is to McGuire. Oops. All right. So he's rolling out again. So I'm assuming he's feeling a little bit of pressure. Eh, it's not a ton of pressure, but it's 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 there's pressure, and I, you're gonna get it from the other view. This is another. This is this is almost a really good play. Um, drops back. He feels the pocket getting pushed a little bit against Harrison. Uh, Winters comes in. Um, you know to 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 assist right there on the on the on the plow, um, the plow block, and he's reading the field. You know. He reads the field, reads the field. He feels some pressure, goes to the outside, and he feels the pressure from the exterior up the arc as Quali can't hold the block forever. Uh, rolls out to the right. And you can see him right here. He points McGuire. He points McGuire. McGuire's looking back at him, so he points him to cut back to the sideline. And he's just a little bit off. It's a it's a 30-yard throw. He throws a really good velocity. And I, so this play was hard. Like, it it looks like it slips through. I think I have a good angle of it, but. Again, he has some time. He's rolling around. That's this is fine. This is not bad by the offensive line, really. Um, points McGuire where to go, and it. I think it's too. It's a little bit too far outside. So like it goes. It almost goes through his hands, but it's a little too far outside as well. So um, you'd like to see him make this make this throw, but 
almost a great throw. Um, again, he misses a tiny, tiny bit, but again, a play worth noting. Play 135. Miss Anderson, third and 10, uh, switch smash. So they switch stems. That's the switch smash. And he drops back. He's reading the right side. Um, this is one of those plays where he he actually does end up hitting uh, whoever that receiver is on the side. I'm not sure if they make the catch or not. I don't think they do. But this is a play that he, he made sometimes in the season, sometimes he didn't, where you had the smash concept. As soon as this corner's like squatting, and I know he's kind of he's, – he's opened up where he can almost play um, this the, the corner route from Anderson. I still think he could have got the ball there uh, to Anderson where, you know, you lead along the sideline vertically. This is not an easy – play for the defensive back to make I don't maybe he could um right here but I don't think so if he, if he leads him to the, to the 50 that's a really hard play but I think it's a missed throw for for Donald on that one um where you think you know like he did early in the season he sees the guy squatting down a little bit more he's gonna throw that corner on the smash but another play here I put timing play action simple this is him reading Anderson. He sees the defensive back, um, you know, on the top of the screen, opening up first Anderson, Anderson threading him deep. And uh, he he has, you know, outside leverage with a lot of room. So he knows the defensive back's going to want to open up right here. Donald throws it as he's breaking. And the ball is right along the sideline. Catch for Anderson and uh, easy first down on that comeback. Anderson's route, you know, he can run comebacks and, Comebacks, curls, and, and verticals versus you all day. It's just – it's hard to stop. It really, really is. And like I've said before, if, if you're going to press them, a lot of people say press them. Listen, that's fine. If you press them uh, and you beat them nine out of ten times, that ten time, that, that ten time you don't have help over the top, <laughs> you're done. You're, you're cooked for however long the touchdown is. You're not catching Anderson from behind. Um, there's very, very few defensive back backs are going to catch him from behind, and defensive backs, you have to go all out on almost every. Well, not not all out, but you have to play all out more than receivers. The receivers are a little bit more rested, just like offensive linemen sometimes can get more rested. Defensive linemen, defensive linemen go all out on every play. Where you know offensive linemen are going away from you, or if it's it's a quick pass play, you know you could take a little bit. You could take it to play a little bit more off. Like I'm not saying just take the play completely off, but you know you go 75 percent instead of 100. Where defensive linemen every play is like 100 percent for the most part. Um, so he reads the man coverage. This is corner corners over both corners are, fl- are flexed over to, to that side. So you have a uh, corners over look man coverage again, quick and decisive slant, uh, with a slant flat where he sees a defensive back, um, right here work to McGuire, which is like, it's, it's very, very similar to the play before. Um, the defensive back works as soon as he clears the window that Donald has to, to hit uh, or the, the hallway. Once he clears the hallway, boom, hits Curse right in the middle of the field. Curse, uh, good effort on this play uh, to, to bring it uh, for 10 or so plus yards. Um, sees the man. And you can, you're going to see him right here read the, the linebacker. So you see him look at the linebacker right here. Sees the, the slant behind it. Boom. Accuracy. Uh, velocity. Another good play. Another Robbie Anderson. Donald's connection right here. Third and seven. And Robbie Anderson's going to run a corner stop route from the slot, which is literally you're going to run a corner route and you stop, corner stop. And Donald is reading him again. Well, he drops back. He actually reads the left in the middle first. Then he comes back to Anderson. 
He sees the leverage of the defensive back, which in Darnold's mind, if you, you know, just from watching this show at, at this point, is he in position to play a stop? He's going to have to speed turn and then find him immediately and make a fantastic break on that ball to, to, to play that. So Darnold uh, hits Anderson. Anderson catches the ball. He attacks the ball too, uh, which, is, which is nice. Uh, takes a step towards it, attacks it. Good hand positioning for, for uh, Robbie Anderson. Good catch. Secures the ball, ducks his shoulder, and takes a contact and gets tackled. But good, uh, good connection there. Yet again, okay. Play one thirty nine after this play. I have to pause it just to reorder my plays because I have to scroll down all the stuff to get all the plays in order again. Oh, let me pull it up. All right, what is this one going to be? Great throw. Oh, I remember this play. This is this is another really really good one for Darnold. Uh, the play action with like the, the naked rollout right here with nobody protecting his backside. This is one of those plays. Oh well, Donald takes the something else. Like, oh, he takes the short stuff. Uh, doesn't always take. The, he doesn't really hit the deep stuff um, all that often. The shorts there, he'll, he'll just hit that. Interesting. Uh, you have somebody wide open, and they're like, "Oh well, this is." And somebody else said, "I'm like, oh well, yeah, you know what? But this is third down, uh, buddy. It is first down right here, and it's first and long because of probably a hold or whatever it was. But this is an easy completion." You pick up, you know, ten yards, and then second, and then it's second and fifteen ish instead of. Looks like this is like third and freaking what? Let's just say five, ten. Call it fifteen yards. This is third and twenty, or I mean first and twenty-five. So they must have had consecutive penalties. Which, hey, it's the Jets. They probably had to hold and then a false start. And it's just, it's just crazy. So, passes on the flat, um, right here, and it, as he's looking to the flat, he sees that this corner is now working up towards the flat. So you're going to see it right here. As that corner stops and goes to break on the flat, that's when Donald loads up. So he pumps the flat, pump fake, flat. And that pump fake gets the defensive back to jump up on the flat. As soon as that defensive back does that, boom, rockets it in there. Really good pass. Uh, good velocity again, good location. And he hits Robbie Anderson um, on the sideline. So, I you gotta love that man. That's 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 an easy throw for him to make. A lot of quarterbacks just make that throw. I'm not just I'm gushing over Donald a lot of these plays, but it's true. I'm not just bullcrapping you. There's a reason. Before the draft, I have evidence that I said this before the draft. Before the Jets even drafted him, he's a number one quarterback. I thought he could be a top five to ten guy. Uh, that's before the Jets got him, and he and he showed in the last you know uh, four weeks of the season that he was that guy those last four weeks. Now hopefully he can continue that and even grow. So. Um, let me reshuffle myself. I'll be back in two seconds, which will be no seconds for you guys. 11 more plays, a few more plays against the Packers, obviously. Then we have a, just a few plays of him versus the uh, Patriots. You have the um, you have eye formation right right here. Play action to um, McGuire as he's turning around. He's reading the middle of the field, but he feels the pressure from the right side as Tomlinson's tasked with blocking an outside linebacker. Donald has to step up to avoid that pressure. And this is this is not – it's not just, oh, step up easy. He steps up and he has to dip his shoulder. He has to bend it, bend at the weight. So, nice bend right here. Really nice athleticism. This is not – it's not just a simple step up. That, that Brady does. Brady right here most likely gets hit uh, much more where Donald kind of olays that contact by stepping, you know, vertically with that right – or horizontally and vertically with that right foot to really take his body out of that contact and like kind of uh, point or whatever. Uh, rolls up to the right, keeps his eyes downfield. Throws a ball to Robbie Anderson that needs to be completed. Robbie Anderson needs to go up with two hands and catch this ball. Um, it's in a good location. This is this is not a bad location on the ball. So that's a drop from Robbie Anderson that should have been. 
that should have been made. Um, in my opinion, this is a underthrow from Darnold. So, like I said, this game was very, very good. But there's still every single throw is not going to be perfect. Um, and you have Anderson again on that on the isolation route on the bottom, the vertical. Um, he's by himself, just running a vertical, which is fine. And Darnold, you see this. You see, watch it. If you see his left foot, if you're watching right now, you're going to see some of that step in the bucket again. You see how his foot's coming horizontally and not, it's not really driving through the throw. And because of that, look at his base. He's not really like, he's, he's not aligned like he should be. Um, and his feet are, you know, even they're, they're square with his shoulders to the line of scrimmage. And because of that under throw where at this point, listen, at this point, when you're throwing the ball, throw the ball deep. Anderson is even with him, and if he's even, he's probably going to get another yard or two by the time the ball gets there. So, underthrow from from uh, Darnold. Next one, this is one I noted that he was just comfortable directing traffic, um, et cetera, you know, later in the season of the two-by-two two gun. And he feels some pressure from the inside a little bit. Not not a ton of pressure, but it is coming. He rolls out to the right as, as uh, whoever that is on the outside picks up that block, which is good. I think it's, it looks like Quale. Um, and you can see him right here. He points Leggett. He, he's going to point to Leggett to, to break to the outside. He hits Leggett right in that window. You know, you'll see it from this angle as well. Bad, another, not, not the best snap from Harrison either right there. But Harrison's not as bad as, you know, long. At least he gets there. Um, feels that pressure rolls out. You're going to see the point. Points to Leggett right there. Boom, outside. Hit him right before that uh, other, you know, defender gets, gets uh, there with this uh, the hook to seam guy. Before he gets there, puts a nice velocity to uh, – to get the near first down um, right there. Next play, missed throw almost. Uh, this is to Deontay Burnett, isn't it? Yeah, you have a uh, – which is very odd. Uh, you have, it's, it's, it's an empty set, but you have two tight ends. It's like 0-2 it's like personnel, which is not frequent. Um, and rolls out to the – rolls out to the right. Um, eventually sees that Burnett is open. And this is one of those plays. I really, really wish he made this. This is a missed throw. Um, no matter how you slice it, is it an easy throw? No, but to act like he couldn't have, he couldn't have put this ball, you know, uh, with, without as much mustard on it and put it at the back pylon instead of putting it too far outside where he puts it really far um, outside for Burnett, not even at the back pylon. You want to put it actually a little bit further inside right here. So he misses Burnett. It's not an easy throw. There's a guy in his. There's a guy coming into his face. And he has to put some good zip on it, but he does miss that throw. Burnett makes a fantastic grab right there. Um, obviously, as again he's pointing him over to the corner of the end zone, but he he does miss that miss that throw. But good job of Burnett. I'm hoping Burnett really develops into that fourth or fifth guy. Um, you know, and they they have the guy. Like I, I always forget his name, no matter what. It doesn't matter how much I watch film. I always forget the guy's name. The guy from the Bears, the receiver. Um, until like three minutes later, I'll remember it again. But he might be the the fourth receiver. He does have, you know, he's done a big return. I think he's gonna be a special teams gunner type guy who's gonna make a lot of plays. But he's also a guy who's had, you know, like what, like four hundred, three, four hundred yards the last couple of years. Not as much last year because the because the the Bears had a lot more receiving threats with Miller and you know Robinson coming there. But I think he's a guy who could be a, a four. Um, Bellamy, right? Uh, is it Bellamy? Yeah, I think it's yeah, it's Bellamy. Um, but, um, Burnett had a solid year for undrafted guy. I, you know, if he's a fifth or sixth guy, maybe even the fourth guy, that's awesome. I, I'm, I'm fine with him. Uh, next play. That was the last play versus the Packers. Um, 
I just put speed here. I, I remember he scrambled up the middle. Yeah, handoff, sees nothing he likes, feels the pressure from the exterior, even from the interior a little bit. And he shows some wheels right here. He's pretty fast. He, he outruns some guys right here, you can see. Um, I would like him to get down earlier than that, but still a, a nice run. I'm sorry if I'm running through these a little bit fast, but I do got to try to do some stuff before I do go to work. Last day. Today, my, your Sunday is my Friday, so enjoy Monday and Tuesday. Um, I'll be off and most likely cracking a few with my friends at a bar or something like that. So, handoff. Reads the uh, reads the left side of the field as that's where you know all of his route combinations are working, and good throw um, with pressure on his face. Obviously, like I said, play action. He sees his friend from USC, Deontay Burnett, who wins right there with that little push off, which is fine. It creates some room for him. It doesn't get called, so it's a good play. Um, he gets pressure from the inside as Quala is not able to get you know cover the gap in the interior gap. He knows he has pressure right in his face, even feet. Again, not great footwork, but he can't step into it. So maybe if he could step into it. Um, he would have, but he feels that pressure. So he can't step into it. Even feats. This is all arm, just natural talent. He hits uh, Burnett, you know, right along the uh, the sideline while you know, with a guy in his face, knowing he's going to take a hit, uh, puts it in a good spot, right into his body. Uh, catch, even though he gets slammed to the ground by uh, Kyle Van Noy. Uh, next play. This is a play where I'll take it. Uh, it's not the best I put it. Literally trust Turner. I'll take it. You're going to see three. You're going to three. Uh, see a, another. Three by one. Yeah, three by one um, gun set. And well, you know, after some play action, you know, nothing's open right here. You can see there's, there's nothing open at that moment. He rolls out to the right. He sees one, he sees this defensive back carrying Anderson. He knows those defensive backs, he doesn't have his eyes on it. So he's not going to get back to play this ball. He sees Herndon with outside and he's even with them, but he's, he knows he's working vertically. So he chucks the ball up and Listen, it's 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 a risky throw, but because he knows it's a one-on-one situation in this game, I'll t- I'll take that throw. I'm not going to kill him for that throw. There's some other throws where like you know he's taking vertical shots where I didn't like it, like versus the Vikings versus the Packers, uh, even versus the Texans. But this on this play, we have a big tight end with a guy working underneath of him, and you know he has vertical leverage. This is a ball that Herndon right here. Instead of coming, you know, if you're watching the video, instead of coming up like this trying to catch it under uh, you know underhand. You obviously want to see him, um, you know, attack the ball, you know, come, 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 uh, you know, attack it, you know, diamond uh, overhand instead of an underhand passive catch. And because of that, I think it hits the defensive back in the helmet, if I'm not mistaken. Anderson almost catches that as well. Let me see if it hits him in the, in the head. Yeah, it hits him right in the head. So if he, like I said, it was a t- to attack the ball instead of this really crappy, you know, hand placement, let's be honest, um, this is most likely a touchdown. But there's some things that Herndon had to approve on. I'm high on Herndon. I'm not as high as casual fans on Herndon. They see the numbers, they see the catches he made, especially against the, that one against the Packers. Um, but a lot of his routes, he's really open, and he made some great catches. He also made some bad catches, um, or some play, or he did make some plays he should have. But I still think he could be a top 15, 20 guy. But I don't think he's there yet. I don't think you just automatically pencil him in. You know, people bring up stats, etc. Maybe he is top 20 right now, but people are like automatically assuming he's gonna be top 10 guy. I still need to see more from him. Gun set, three by one. Um, let's see what the throw is. I said great throw. Yeah. Uh, okay. So you have cover three. You have cover three. Um, this corner's in the curl of the flat. Uh, Burnett works inside of him, and then he gets behind him. 
Darnold sees that is behind him. He sees that Anderson is carrying the deep third safety. Um, so he does not worry about that guy. And like I said, he sees the leverage of Burnett and he leads Burnett vertically and uh, horizontally and makes a, this is a really good, that's, that is not, again, it's, it's a 30 yard throw on the money. That is 30, 30 yards is not that short people. That's, that's a good throw on third and nine uh, stepping up. That's good. That is and good catch by Burnett. Burnett. Burnett was impressive. I'm, uh, um, like I said, I'm excited for his next year. I'm excited to see if he keeps developing because him as a fourth or fifth guy could be a good thing. Um, him and Josh Bellamy. <laughs> I don't know why I forget that name all the time. It's so freaking weird, but I, I believe it's Josh Bellamy. I'm going to look it up while I'm on the show literally right now to, to confirm because it's going to annoy me. Even though I can pause it and just say, oh, yeah, I remember it. But, yeah, I think it's Josh Bellamy. It's just one of those weird things where I always like – there's always like a few things you might blank out on. But uh, Josh Bellamy, Jets. <laughs> And my computer's not going to load. Oh, well, I don't know how that's happening when I have all this other stuff up, but Josh Bellamy stats. Josh Bellamy. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, it came up. Okay. Let's not bring up his stats, though. For whatever reason, the, the webpage is not working, but it is Josh Bellamy. So thank you for letting me confirm that. But uh, four more plays left. Play 140 freaking eight. Let's see here. Drops back. And he did not have a lot of help this game. I didn't bring up a ton of bad. I don't think there's any egregiously bad plays. I'll, I'll put up bad plays if and people are like, oh, I don't know what his stats were. Let's just say 23 for 30 or 23 for 35. Why don't you show more plays of him in completion? The incompletions that he had, it was either simple incompletions. It, it, it wasn't anything worth noting. I'm not, I can't put up 35 plays of each game. Um, so you have – Cannon right here, who work he works he you know obviously he peeks into the flag he's getting the ball he works that's a that's a good route from from her, uh, Cannon actually I'm interested to see if they're gonna put him on the practice squad but I do like McGuire more than other people do so we'll see what they do but he he just faster than everybody else out of maybe I would have liked to see Donald lead him a little bit more maybe so I, so this throw is off by maybe a yard I would like to see this ball a little bit deeper so he didn't have to stop for it but. At the same time, he did lead him vertically. He did lead him to the sideline. So, again, or because he sees the, the linebacker, I, I, don't, I think it might be Van Noy, with inside leverage, um, he throws the ball outside and vertically. So, maybe it could have been, like I said, a yard off. But Cannon needs to catch this ball. He, he, doesn't look the, he looks the ball in, but he doesn't track it very well. Obviously, he, he hits him in, in the, you know, in his, uh, wherever that is called, your, your elbow area. Doesn't hit him in the elbow, but the elbow area bounces off of him. Doesn't even hit him in the hands. So bad throw. Not a not bad throw. Sorry, bad catch by uh, Cannon. Even though I could see the ball a little bit deeper from from Darnold. Uh, next play, I put a ridiculous throw, and people know what this one is. People have seen this play plenty of times. Uh, Darnold drops back three by one gun set, and you have. Uh, They run a spot concept. So you have the you have the you have the flat, you have the uh, the snag, and the corner over top. So it's a triangle read. So right here, um, it's tr it's a triangle read. Even though this is, this is like kind of like a weirder triangle, but it is a triangle read. And Donald rolls out to the right because he feels that pressure from the interior, and makes a thirty yard throw while throwing off of his back foot. Sorry, 
35-yard throw in the absolute best location. This show me how many quarterbacks can make this throw. I uh, and consistently, I'm not all the throws I've shown in this show. How many how many of quarterbacks can make these throws within a, within a three four week span? Now you might be able to show me one throw of a guy like Josh Allen that can make this throw, but then you're gonna have a ton of other throws that are missed. Like. This, the, the consistency he was making these throws at, at, at the end of the season, we did miss one or two reads, or maybe he did miss a throw. This throw is that is a ridiculously good throw while on the run, throwing off his back foot, noticing the leverage, putting it in the absolute perfect place, thirty-five yards down the field. <laughs> Man, that is that is exciting. Um, let's see, throw Anderson drop. So we have two more plays. Anderson motions. Across the field, they're showing zone. Obviously, it looks like it's going to be cover three based on their alignment. You have cover three. And Anderson works on the on the comeback, um, which is obviously – it is rounded at the top. You can call it an out, but it looks like a comeback. And Donald is – he sees the defensive back. One, so he sees him with his hips open up. Now, if his hips were open up and they were even – Obviously, Anderson would have to work through him, so it wouldn't be as easy of a throw. But because he's playing over top and his hips are open to the inside, he's going to be able to cut underneath it, so that's why he throws it. Throws the ball. Um, hits Anderson on the on the sideline-ish. Hits Anderson in both of his hands, and Anderson drops it. This is why I said like, Anderson's really good at catching over the shoulder. Sometimes when he's working back to the ball because of his lack of strength, it's just he's not able to catch the ball um, when the ball uh, – it's just kind of weird. Work, working back is not as good when he's um, – when he's over the shoulder, he's better. And he catches the ball right here, but he gets hit and he's not able to, to, to bring it in because, like I said, he's, just, he's not the strongest type guy to be able to fight through that contact and still be able to squeeze that ball. So good throw by Donald, really good throw by Donald, good timing. Just uh, Anderson was not able to bring it in. Play 151, the end of the Sam Donald review. Gun set, 11 personnel. I don't know what's going to happen. Let's see. <laughs> Drops back. Uh, again, gets some, gets some quick pressure uh, because of because of Quale, to be completely honest. Winter tries to pick it up, but it is because of Quale. Uh, Donald feels that pressure. He rolls out He rolls up to the right initially, but he feels the pressure from the B-gap. Plants hard. Jump cuts. Jump away from the outside, the, the pressure from the B-gap. He sees number 55 working right into his face. And this is another. This is a ridiculous throw again. Uh, stop pressure in his face, working to the left, fading backwards, and literally with a guy right in his face, able to get nothing into this throw but his but his arm, and he's working away from the throw, and puts the ball, bam, perfect location. That this is incredible throw as, as well. It's not. I don't see it brought up a lot, but this is this is pretty ridiculous right here to to hit this throw. Man, so that is it. Sam Dolan Review, 151 plays. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, today is Sunday. Hopefully, I'll get this play up, this, this show up before I go to work. If not, it's going to be up on Monday. Um, I hope I have enough time to upload it. Sometimes my computer freezes or it's slow or Wi-Fi goes down, whatever in my house, I get pissed. But um, I'll be back on either Friday or Saturday. I'm undecided. Depends on what I'm feeling with the, with the uh, Jamal Adams Review. So you just got, like I said, I know a lot of people just started listening to the show. We have reviews of Mosley, of Quinton Williams, of Trayvon Wesco, of Greg Dorch, of Chuma Odoga, of Ja'Kai Polite, 
of Adam Gase's offense, of Greg Williams' defense, of Le'Veon Bell. Just go into the archives and look for it in YouTube and on the podcast app. Those those reviews are this, I would do the same review that I did three months ago today. It's the same thing. So the shows never die. It's not like I'm talking about storylines. So go watch those shows if you haven't. I really appreciate that. Uh, like us on like like on Twitter and subscribe. I, not sorry on Twitter. Um, like and subscribe on YouTube, Twitter, JoeRB31. That's where I post the reviews. You'll get the reviews first there, but I won't be able to describe it as well or really talk about it like I, like I can on here. 240 characters is not enough. And um, same thing with the podcast app, TOJ Space Film Space Room. No reviews last week. If you could just leave a five-star, that's fantastic. Uh, if you can leave a five-star and a review, that's even more fantastic. I appreciate it a lot. Uh, Patreon's always there. I appreciate you all. Uh, I'm going to get that Jamal Adam review done. And then after that, I probably won't have a show for like two weeks. It's because I'm going to Ireland. I'm not going to record a show in Ireland. I don't have the equipment, obviously, to do it. So I appreciate everybody for listening. Uh, thanks for all the support, and I'll see you in a couple of days.